0: Warning, self-control does not share the same views of the influencers that you see on wrestling Twitter. The comments and opinions you will hear in this episode will make you feel some kind of way. Accordingly, the umbrella must insist that you know from jump that we do not care. We at self-control must insist that you listen and make your own opinions and do not attempt to contact us on that bullshit. We will read them and laugh at you in our group chat Or pre production meetings on the phone, accordingly. Unless unless y'all thought I was forget, Self Control Podcasts, they are the new Death Row. Let that not be understated enough. They're bringing it all together, bringing everybody together under the umbrella. You're still coming in good, though.
1: Everything everything should be straight. Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to think what I want to do. You know what? We ain't been back. In a, we ain't been here in a minute. I think I know where I want to go.
2: Oh, as far as, uh, I feel hmm All right. Let's see what we got
3: here. Let's
1: go. See if we can go high on them.
0: Okay, you said, because I spike it, I'll tell them how Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance. So They only pay for what they need. Got it? the revolution will not be televised, televised, Woo! As we proceed to give you what you need, Oh, nine more, nine more. Get a line, get a and gentlemen, the court, again. hip-hop I was sleeping on the train, sleeping all a a roll lab out in the rain, without even a single slice of pizza to my name, too proud to beg for change, mastering the pain, when New York niggas was calling Southern rappers lame, but then Jack and I slain, I used to get dizzy spells, hear a little rain, the voice of an angel telling me my name, telling me that one day I'm going to be a great man. Transforming with the mega charm off, spitting out flames. Eagle, whack, rappers alive, lines, not out chains. I ain't believe it then. Nigga, I was homeless. Uh-huh. Fighting, shooting dice, smoking weed on the corners. Trying to find the meaning of life in the Corona. Till the 5% rolled up on the nigga and informed them. You either build or destroy. Where you come from? The magnolia know your projects in the third world. It's quite amazing that you rhyme how you do and that you shine like these
3: up in the shrine and Question 14. What's the lesson too? Tip diver. Simplify the A5. Yo,
1: Lorenzo. Yes, sir. We here? We coming in clear?
2: To me, to me. am I to you?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. As long as we got that straight. <clears throat>
3: So let's do it.
1: My mic sounds nice, check one. Mm-hmm. My mic sounds nice, check two. Let's get to the proceeding this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, he, him, She, her, they, them, y'all. Welcome to another episode, another edition of the Self-Control Podcast, where the energy never dies and the energy never lies. My name is Naj, and I'm here with my brother, in case you ain't know. I call him Dred Hampton, y'all just call him Lorenzo for real, man. Yo, what's going on, bro?
2: Everything is everything, man. Like I said, ain't too much change, but we're trying to make some It's all good. Listen, man, we
1: haven't,
3: uh, we haven't been around the past few months. Um, brothers go through stuff, man. Um, we, we all go
1: through it. Uh, I know Lorenzo was going through some stuff. Uh, I went through some stuff. Uh, Twitter wasn't exactly a good place for us to be at at one point. Um, But, you know, we wanted to get ourselves better or at least on some sturdier ground because we can't do this show without it, without being on sturdy ground. Um, And we just needed to kind of just take some time and just get ourselves together. Um, But I'm glad that we have come back to hit y'all with another episode, episode 25. uh, We had our Jordan episode. We had our Kobe episode on um, Instagram Live. We thank y'all for being a part of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do not take that lightly. We do not take that. um, And plus, that was one, like, that was a fun episode to do on Instagram Live. That That was really fun. Uh, just because it was live. like It was live. You know, it's not like y'all hear us do it today and then we release it the next day or whatever. Like that show that y'all got was right there. All of us, you know, real thoughts and real emotion in real time. Um, so that was fun. Uh, because there's a lot of times where like I'll run the show back or Whatever, and I'm as we record, I'm like, yo, why the fuck did I say that? <laughs> like, I'm wilding, but um, nah, man, it was, it was a great time. Um, we want to thank y'all for rocking with us. Uh, shout out to Thailand and Puerto Rico, who, um, new countries listening to the self control podcast. Shouts out to uh, to Canada, shouts out to uh, England. Um, there's other places who who really fuck with us, but uh, I just wanted to give that moment a shout out, but um, also I wanted to give a shout out to people like um, my boy Victor who checked up on me a lot Uh, my boy uh, Scotland who checked up on me a lot Lorenzo checked up on me Um, shout out to Lovely, shout out to uh, Noah uh there was a couple people who, you know, who just stopped and was like, yo, you good? You all right? You know, we ain't seen you. Just want to let you know that, you know, we love you. And You know, I felt the love. Um, I wanted to give a, a quick shout out to those people. Um, Victor's especially. Um, great people. Um, and we, I'm thankful that y'all have been in my corner. So, um, yeah, man. I just wanted to give a quick shout out with that. um I don't know. We were we didn't talk about it <laughs> while we while press record. We talked about this earlier, but um, I don't know. I think I got COVID. I think <laughs> I don't know. uh Lorenzo was telling me that you know certain if I don't have if I can still taste that I, I I I should be alright. But you know I felt the chills and everything and the body aches. Um, the chills and the body aches, I really
3: haven't felt them today. But, uh, yeah. Uh, there's still like a slight headache.
1: Um, but also, like, I think I like, I really like, I tried to get a jump on everything. As soon as I felt the symptoms, like, I just like bundled up and just tried to like sweat shit out. Right. Yeah. So, um, I take my COVID test tomorrow out of Lowe's, I didn't know Lowe's doing COVID tests.
2: Well, yeah, they doing them in places where it's like you can get a large amount of people. So I'm sure the one you probably going to is like it got a huge parking lot, right? Yeah, yeah. So like it's right about
1: it's right by the mall, by me.
2: Yeah. So like they doing them, and they doing them in a lot of like wide range type spaces for like you know them social distance distancing precautions, and you know you can have so many people there while still holding those same precautions. So. They're going to like stadiums and stuff like that too.
1: Hmm. Yeah, because yeah, when I saw like Lowe's, I was like, so what? I'm a, gonna buy me like some pipes and some some stuff, some some home deep some Home Depot type shit before I before I get tested. Yeah. <laughs> like I've only been to I've, I've only been to Lowe's to like uh get a copy of a key. Mm.
3: And uh to buy a plunger. Yeah. I had an ex
1: girlfriend who was obsessed with Loes. She said she loved the way it smelled, and that should have told me right there that this wasn't gonna last. Well,
2: what, what did what did she do for a living? did she do? Anything like construction or like home improvement or something like that? No,
1: she was a, she was a nurse. She was a nurse.
2: Oh, okay, well. I, yeah, I, I've heard like I've heard like certain people say stuff so, like that, like, like, like they like the smell of like the Home Depot or something like that. You know, they know they about was, to like, like they get excited about that type of stuff. I don't, you know,
1: it was Lowe's and Target. She loved the smells of those places. I'm like, yeah. you should, you love the, the smell of stale popcorn?
2: <laughs> yeah, it smells is interesting, man. It's like Disney World. It's like Disney World always smells like different parts of the park smell a certain way to match you know to just kind of keep your mood in a certain thing i ain't saying that loads of them do that but based on the things that they have in their store certain people just might rock with you know those aesthetics man, like they just, just love they wood love
1: smelling like, wood. Yeah, y'all just about to say that wood <laughs>
2: yeah wood child you know you know the,
1: yeah, yeah man. um yeah i do have a sore throat though but um I just felt like we had to do this show, man. um I really want to do this, and uh, plus, there's so much stuff that's going on in the culture that uh, I feel like self-control needed to you know have you know a uh, saying things, so you know we back in the control center mm-hmm. also shout out <laughs> shout out to you for always keeping the control center name alive. <laughs> Cause I remember we said that like one in one episode and and I forgot about it. And you just like, you, but you always bring it up. You always say the control center. So I I love it. But yeah, we back in the control center and you know, we here. It's lit. It's it's live. It's cool. But yo man, uh, it's going to be a freestyle episode. I don't know what, yo,
2: we have a new King. Yeah. So, you, so speaking of that, do we want to touch on Miles at the Palace, the political oh, version? Say, say that again. So you said we have a new king, correct? Yes. That before I said before we go there, we want to touch on the Miles at the Palace, the political version. You know, my- <laughs> yeah.
1: yo, yeah, let yeah, let's talk about the Smackdown at the Capitol.
3: Yeah. <laughs> What was that? Uh,
1: what was that? Uh, that WWE pay per view that had um R Truth go against John Cena for the title Capital Punishment?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Great American Bash, the Great American, yes, the Great American Bash. Every however they want to do it, I'm all for it, you know. So, um, a couple weeks ago, before we um
1: we officially had a new king, or whatever you want to call him. czar. This is all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Yo, know, man, the uh, white folks when, when uh, they lost it, they went fucking crazy and
3: woke up one day and just decided to storm the capital. Uh I'm trying to remember how
1: many people I know one woman died. She was a retired air forceman uh one cop one cop died. I think a woman who was trying to back out or whatever what was going on got shot
2: yeah basically like one cop, four civilians yeah, yeah
1: um. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life, and Mm -hmm. I know that. And I and I know every black person saw this shit, and was just like, "Could have been us, because we would have been dead. It would have been Ove, that's Italian for over."
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Like, it was just. I looked at this and I was like, "Yo, this is the epitome." of white privilege. Yeah. To be able to like storm the capitol, sit at people's desks, like Nancy Pelosi's desk and be able to take mm-hmm. the speaker um the speaker podium take mail, write messages on the on like Yeah. What? But had this been Jerome and Khalil in the stand we they would have been gunned down it was uh, it was real it was it was very surreal at first i didn't think it was happening i didn't understand it was happening like i i had those uh 911 vibes again like i remember being young and and watching 911 like when the
3: first plane hit and i we all thought it was a movie and um then the second plan, and this is not a movie. But when you just see
1: all this, you see people climbing these gates and fences and smashing in windows and, like, cops got guns drawn but ain't firing, barricading themselves. Like, it, w- it was crazy, man. I just, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But um, some of these people have been uh brought to justice um, I know the guy who was at Nancy Pelosi's desk or whatever. He got house arrest or something like that. Um, I don't know, man. Shit, this.
2: Yeah, something like something real like.
1: Yeah, this shit is just really like stupid. Now even the Proud Boys them flipped on, them flipped on Trump. They said, they said he was a co- What they say? They said he was a coward.
2: He didn't finish what he started. I mean, you know, I think that yeah. It, see, it's a lot right now, right? Like, Alex Jones is turning on QA9. and I mean, I don't know. I think that uh. I think that this shit definitely not over, though. Not to say that, like, violence isn't over or that, like, niggas are going to storm the Capitol again. I just think, like, the politics that opposed, uh, that, of uh, politicians like Barack Obama and we see that his vice president is now in office-ass president, you know, it's a really, a uh, visceral, uh, right-wing reaction to, um a lot of the things that we as black people do be mad at, right? Right. The solution and the reaction from white people largely comes, so this this is the thing, and this is what's interesting here, right? Now, you know, before we get into the whole thing about, you know, where they at and, like, who turning on who, I think niggas is definitely gonna find a way to, like, I don't know, like, shit is, I think shit is definitely at the forefront in America right now. I don't think shit is over just because Joe Biden is president, but where I am with all of this is that, like, you know, they called for a Save America rally the morning that they were going to certify the Electoral College's votes, right? Now, we know it's mm-hmm. Black people, just people of the culture, people of who we are, people who we're speaking to, um, even the non-Black people who we're speaking to, non-people of color, right? Like, we know that, right. like, the Electoral College is definitely the institution that was created during Um. That pretty much looks to keep that thing up, that status quo, like keeping the leader, this president, this, quote unquote, peaceful transfer of power, these time-honored traditions they want to hold on to, right? Now, we know, like in 2016, it's interest Trump didn't even agree with those election results, and he won. And people forget that he actually disagreed with those election results. He thought he had more votes than what they said he had against Hillary, and he still won, Right. So that goes to show you we're dealing with a really delusional like individual. Now elections are always tampered with all over the world, but the United States, I think, for the past few years, um, people pretty much like believe these results and they accept them based on what comes in. Now, if Barack Obama didn't get elected president, do you think Black America would have stormed the Capitol? Nash? No. Right, and. I think that when we th- think about struggling... wait a minute, in- first, first, or, first or second terms, either one, either one, like just 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 an instance in which because he did, he won a second time too, so either one, it really doesn't matter. I just you know think about what the priorities of black people are. I mean, voting and everything is like you know we people participate in it, but just thinking of, think about like the priorities of because I, that's the thing. This is I'm a thinking, small amount of white people. This ain't I'm most. Because
1: of, I'm thinking because of. He ran against McCain, right? The first time, yeah, yeah. And McCain was talking real spicy that year. So yeah, yeah. I think I think niggas would have been like, "What's up?" The first if he time,
2: lost, okay, it might have been it might have been a number, and we and we might have saw crazy results.
1: But the oh. second, but the second time,
2: mm-hmm. if you would
1: have lost that one, you would have been like, eh, "All right, we got one, we got one, we got four years."
2: Hmm. And see, but this is just where I'm at. When we look at the movements and when we look at what Black people was actually in the street for, right, like around the time we getting to the midpoint of the show, the early iterations of it, but still. Black people weren't in the street asking for a Black president back. Black people wasn't in the street asking for anything to be recounted. Um, black people were asking for them to not be murdered. Um, black people were asking for, uh, you know, fair housing. Black people were asking for uh, fair health care. You know what I mean? Like student debt. All of these like really these, these, these things that really affect our lives in total. Right. Donald, Donald Trump being president allowed for a certain type of American to be further reactionary politicized into um, certain types of right-wing extremism, like okay. business owners, things like that. Because you see who they said was down there. You know, this business owner, that business owner. This wasn't like the average white hick that was there. Average white hicks were there, <laughs> right? But yeah. it all was a mixing of people. Now, when we think about white privilege in this country, it's about, like, really minuscule things, like who the president is or, you know, really small shit that don't make a difference. It's always things to kind of, like, affirm their, like, their, like, superiority. So Donald Trump being president, was supposed to affirm a lot of things for for certain types of white people, you know what I mean, and when we're just looking at what the politics of these people are, um it's just that we like we just know that when it comes to black people and what black people are asking for versus what these people are asking for, and the you know how everything resulted, we just know how it, it, it's just a further confirmation on like what is really popping in this country. Now granted like Donald Trump didn't like he's not the president right like they, the ruling class basically is turning on this guy like listen like you got your people fucking this shit up. We can't have it that extreme. Let's try to you know slide back to a more like moderate right position or like moderate center position with Joe Biden and um I, I just don't let it say we just see what the difference is you know um, most people are not asking for you know people to stop murdering their people then people wasn't asking for a free anything. Then people wasn't asking for a repeal of a, you know, a, you know, the student debt cancellation or none of that. They right. was asking a president be put in that office for more years. When you really look at, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so when that's your priorities and you're willing to die over that, you are part of a death cult. You are mm-hmm. part of people who don't have any regard for anything else but the, the, the supposed superiority of their race. You know what I mean? And race is something that's constructed. We adhere to it because it puts us in a certain position in the world based on what we are, you know, racially politicized as. But we just see what priorities are among some people. And it's just important to keep an eye on these people because I know some people was like, you know, is this black people's business? Uh, is, you know, just different types of things. These are the people that want to wield power over black people. Right. These are the people, if they were to get empowered, they, they basically want to make our lives a living hell. Right, So the way we kind of have to do keep an eye on things. Um, And there's also some certain things that were being said about, well, you know, like they have heart. White people got this. They got that. They was able to storm the Capitol. And it's like, well, like, no, like it's, they just white, like you said, like white privilege, like it's, it's no, you know, it's, 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 it's really not too many events in the world. I mean, this song we got Kent State University, but that was about, you know, certain types of protests and things like that about the war. Um, but you, we, we just see what all of this resulted in, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it just goes to show you, like, you know, who these people really are and just what we have to prioritize moving forward. But that was some of the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life.
1: Right. Yo, I didn't even ask this question before we started the show.
2: How have you been doing? Oh, I, I've been good. You know, you know, the work is still, you know, continuing. I mean, through my work, um, I definitely, you know, thought I was contracting certain things, you know, <laughs> tested negative, thank God. But it was kind of just, you know, like I said, I have a lot of sinus issues and things like that, so.
1: How was my- the test for you? Because I got to take mine tomorrow. How was it oh, for you?
2: I, I, uh, listen, man, it, I just sat through it. It's like I, I I'm really not a big fan of anything hospital, anything doctor, dentist. Um, you know what I mean? I just sit through it, and you know, it's never really an enjoyable experience. Um, but it's necessary. But yeah, man, the swab and everything is oh my gosh, it's 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 insufferable for me. Like, cause, like I said, my sinuses is terrible, and I don't you know yeah, pro and and that to the third. But it's you know you you gonna get through it. Yeah, you know I mean, nah, right. you <laughs> might not be the biggest fan, but. Which, I mean, I, you know, I've been good, bro. It's just day by day. You know, you it's, it's, I, I'm really not surprised by it too much anymore. And then just based on, you know, certain things that I'm working on in the community, certain things like that, when certain things are happening, you know, a lot of people sometimes they want to talk or they need, like, you know, what's going on right now? Like, you know, and so it's been a lot of that going on, a lot of like, you know, reassurance going on in the community, different things that I've been working on. So, uh, but yeah, man, I, you know. Trying to get my proper rest all through it at the same time. So I thought it. y'all, was,
1: I thought y'all was gonna get James, man. I thought y'all was gonna get Harden at first.
2: I knew he wasn't getting you. I, you know, what I mean? I, yeah, it was, it was a lot of talk. I knew he wasn't getting that guy, bro. And then once they proposed, what they proposed, like Tyrese Maxing and Ben, I'm like, that's definitely not happening. Definitely not. Like I, I, I like how things look right now. It's a tough, it's a tough division, man. We gonna see what the fuck happens. It's a vision. Look at it.
1: Yo, everybody was saying LeBron was like LeBron was scared to come to the West and you know, all the comps in the West, but now he in the West and now everybody going to the East.
2: See? You see, you see how you see how they switch up. You see how everything go? You know what I mean? Like he went to the West, the westiest of the West. You know what I mean? Like You went to LA. LA it Ain't like he went to Phoenix. You know, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> He ain't go to Sacramento. Right. Exactly. In like, Sacramento, they used to do that shit back in the day. They ain't get that shit, but...
1: Like, he, it's not like he's wearing a Memphis jersey. Exactly. You know, I mean, I fuck with Memphis. You know, John Morant done gave them a little bit of exactly. swag back. You know, but, you know, if y'all fans of these teams, we not, like, talking shit about it, but we just saying, like, uh. he went to <laughs> L.A. Like, right. where the comp is going to be at. Exactly. You know, and, like, now all of a sudden... Everybody leaving. Everybody leaving. I think the only way Golden State's still there, but they're not really competitive.
2: Uh, That's trying to, you know, he's still trying to show people something. But, yeah, it's not it's not the same, you know, it's not the same It's size. not the same
1: West no more. It's not the same yeah. West no more. hmm Not the same West. Um, I want to ask your opinion about Kyrie Irving, man. I don't think we've ever talked about Kyrie. Um, yeah. But sometimes when I see Kyrie talk or I see like certain things, he always reminds me of you in certain things.
2: Mm-hmm. I like Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And I
1: wanted to know your feelings about like the stuff that he does. Um uh, we recently found out from Steven Jackson that uh he bought uh George Floyd's family a house.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um and uh he didn't want to play. After the whole Jacob Blake ruling, um, mm-hmm. and there was something else where he was just oh, in the Capitol, and the thing that happened in the Capitol, he was just like, "I'm over it. I don't want to play." Um, mm-hmm. I want to yeah. know your thoughts about about Kyrie. I mean, because I know like it can be polarizing when it comes to Ky- when it comes to Kyrie yeah. or whatever. Um, so speaking I, from you, I want to know your thoughts about that.
2: Kyrie, I've been following Kyrie Irving for a really long time even going back to uh when I was writing you know for the school newspaper in high school and college and all of that but you know Kyrie you know he's a you know trusted athlete he was born in Australia because you know his pop played over there um Mm -hmm. attended uh St. Patrick's High School um you know from there uh you know went to Duke but he really didn't you Know it's kind of funny, it's like the beginning. He played
1: like, the- se- play like seven games, Duke, yeah. You know? He I mean, didn't
2: really, yeah, like two did. games. He broke his foot, yeah. And then you know, but you know, definitely like a a wanted Thailand and just being uh, in certain circles, having his name in certain circles. His dad being a former professional, um, overseas, um, just kind of you know, politicized his name in basketball a bit, a bit, a bit more than it would have, you know, just hadn't certain other things taken place. He was just in the right place at the right time, I think, but when we think about his NBA career, I think that we've necessarily never had a guard really with this much uh, stuff around him, and just, you like you say, polarization really since, like, Iverson, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think when we think about the Kyrie thing, and it's funny. I think he's, like, I think he's born in, like, 92, like, he pretty pretty much, like, I'm, like, the same age as this guy, but... It's interesting with Kyrie man because I think that the Cleveland years um I don't know, it's something about this guy where it's like it's 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 a, it's, it's like a guy that wants to lead in there. Right? He like he he's, he's definitely he's, he he has certain qualities to lead and and he's definitely vocal when it's necessary. Um but I think it was something about being there and then Bron coming back you know, that that, that maturation process he went through was kind of unlike any other basketball player. Um nobody necessarily um had that much pressure on them um as a player with LeBron James. Right. I think he was like that one I think he was like that first player that really had that much pressure on him, kinda being like next to LeBron. Um because I mean when you think about it with D. Wade and those guys, you know, D. Wade was already ringed up. You know what I mean? Uh, Chris Bosch is basically this player who is this dominant forward that could probably fit into pretty much any system. So that's not too much pressure there, well, right? And all those guys could pick. Mm-hmm.
1: I, think all they, I think they said that Wade had to adjust his game for LeBron.
2: He did. He did. And, that, and, and, that, and, that, and that's a fact as well. But what I'm saying is that I think that the Wade already was able to cross certain T's and dot certain I's in his particular career. That someone like LeBron hadn't, and that's why you see LeBron ends up going to Miami to join D Wade because you see that D Wade want to ring with all the veterans, Shaq, all them guys, you know, G- G- like G- Child, Payton, Gary, Antoine, Posey, Alonzo, Nyan, Alonzo. So it's a certain J- wait a minute, morale. Jason wills
1: was on that team too, right?
2: White, ch- right, White, yep, yep, j-dub, right, right. Jig the right is is a certain amount of morale that that's I think that player had very fun team. I was glad they beat Dallas uh, in them finals. And I was glad that Dallas turned around and beat and beat the Heat that first time. But that's another story. But where I am here is that D Wade, I feel, had a certain morale that really couldn't be diminished after that. And so when you look at somebody like Brown, who then goes in with knees, chips in Miami, and then he's coming back to Cleveland and you're in your ringless Kyrie, unlike a D Wade. Who had to adjust his game, but basically had his game and pretty much his career solidified by winning right. a championship. And if I'm not mistaken, he was Finals MVP. If I'm not mistaken, no, I
1: think uh, Brown.
2: I think Brown was Finals MVP. No, when Brown, no, D Wade's very first ring. Oh yeah, Sha- yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, I mean yeah. that that joint. So where I am with that is by the time you have that that by the time you have LeBron join D Wade, D Wade already like he. He Pretty like he had to adjust his game, but I don't think he like I said, guys took pay cuts. So I'm sure they wouldn't mind adjusted their game. And we saw and we saw with the adjustments that were made. And I think we could say that by then, D. Wade kind of needed some help. Because also, like Iverson, another guard, there's a lot of on court pressure put on D. Wade to the point where he suffered, you know, quite a few amount of, of quite a few injuries. And so you're yeah. gonna need that help after years, right? So I think with the Kyrie thing is you have Bron coming back who left to go get his chips. Now he's back to do whatever he was trying to do with Cleveland. I think Kyrie kind of had to take that second banana thing, kind of like dial back some of his leadership and allow for this Bron thing to happen. And, and they coexisted. I think that in, in them instances, they definitely bumped heads sometimes. But, you know, you know, a championship did come out of that, right? Kyrie ends you, up leaving.
1: Do you think it's easy to, to bump heads with, with somebody like LeBron?
2: It depends. It, 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 I, I just think it de- I, I think it depends on just where that particular player is you know like if you are a really young guy who really like hasn't really had the greatest opportunities to show your leadership and Bron is here now with his two rings and he's trying to win y'all some it, that could kind of be a thing with a, a, a young player who's trying to find that leadership and trying to find that voice and just trying to find their place in the franchise you know what I mean? And I, so I just think, I think with the Kyrie thing, he's been up against really unprecedented elements that most players haven't had to deal with. And a lot of times he gets overly scrutinized, right, to the, to the point where it's like other players don't, don't necessarily have that experience. And they're acting like that Kyrie just needs to fall in line with everybody else. Now, I'm not here to say that all of the things, all of the antics, everything that's said, everything that's done by Kyrie is 100% correct and that he should be doing it, Right. I'm saying that right. I know what it's like to be a young person to feel, to to, to feel really like kind of disconnected from your profession. Like you're really good at it, but you feel so disconnected from it because because of who you are and because of what's around you. There's just certain unprecedented elements that's gonna make you react in certain ways. You're responding to people and just different things like that. And I think that like one thing that he does with the philanthropy stuff, like you know, I think that that's one part of his uh, career that he looks to do, that he actually wants to do, that, that probably gives him some more morale. And like, okay, if I, if I am going to have these contracts and be like a you know, public persona, a professional athlete, I'm going to want to give back in some ways. And I think that, that, you know, that lends to something positive as well. But as far as the basketball stuff, well, basketball operations and things of that nature with Kyrie, um, I think he's just responding to uh, his surroundings and his environment and his experience. And it's, it's just not going to be easy in the decisions that he makes you're not going to make everyone happy. Um, yeah. And so that, that, that's just what I think about him. I just think that he's in a very precarious position. And, you know, a lot of time athletes get judged because of those positions and, you know, people don't know what it's like to be in them.
1: Right. Um, I think with Kyrie, when I hear Kyrie speak, when I hear Kyrie talk lately, uh, it's one of my favorite songs. And it's also one of my, um, one of my favorite lines by by Drake. Uh, I get the
3: whole uh it's like Paris Morton uh is it one or two? I mm-hmm. think it's Paris Morton
1: two, music two, where he just like, you know, I'm not here for the, you know, for the happy to be and shit that y'all want me on. And I yeah. think for such a long time, Kyrie just had that "I'm happy to be here" type shit. Mm-hmm. You
3: know,
1: he had the Uncle Drew commercials. He had the Uncle Drew movie. He
3: had, yeah, yeah. like
1: he was, you know, yeah, Kalani. Everybody know about the whole Kalani uh, party next door debacle.
2: Mm, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that for a minute.
1: <laughs> you know, to the point yeah. where Kalani like throws niggas out of concerts now if they yell Kyrie.
3: like At our, at our shows now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just think that he
1: kind of, he had to deal with that. And then he had to deal with, you know, with the LeBron coming back, he won the ring. He's partly responsible. Everybody says the shot the shot won. What was it? The block won the title, but the mm-hmm. three clinched it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something like that.
2: Yeah.
1: And then, like, I mean, he forces his, I don't know if he forced his way, but he went to Boston. Boston ain't not work out.
3: Mm-hmm. Because
1: he got there with some really, really, really young niggas who were just like, the fuck is <laughs> <with> you?
2: <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm
1: pretty, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, they respect him because he had a ring. But yeah. they are just like, nigga, who's you?
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I'm sure Jalen uh Jalen Jason Tatum mm-hmm. was them guys like, nigga, what? Like the fuck? Like Yeah. And you even um you heard in an interview one time where he was like where he admitted he had to call LeBron and was like, Yeah man, you're right, you know, I was I was such a brat. And I understand what you what you meant now by trying to you know be a leader and stuff and all that stuff. I do mm-hmm. believe at, at, at one point Kyrie was kind of a brat.
3: hmm
1: You know, because he was kind of brought in like after LeBron left, like as the savior. You were supposed to save Cleveland or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, him and Dion Waiters.
2: Yeah. You know.
1: But uh and Anthony Bennett.
2: And, and Andrew Wiggins.
1: <laughs> um, I don't even think, I, I don't think Wiggins never got, never put on a Cleveland jersey, did he?
2: I don't even think he, I don't even think he stepped on the court. Yeah.
1: So it was just like, man, what's going on with Kyrie? And then Kyrie, you know, he's become woke as of late. You know, we're not, not going to talk about the whole flat earth thing. Cause I really just think he was trolling with that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that, man. Like, I, <laughs> I don't think he really did all that
1: shit, but you know, he has become woke lately. You know, and caring about issues and what's going on in the world, and that's commendable. We all commend LeBron for that, you know, and we all commended the uh, the Bucks when they took a stand and everything. You know, um, right. why why don't we do this for Kyrie? When Kyrie, you know doesn't want to play or whatever, they say oh he should retire.
3: Mm-hmm. He
1: just wanna focus on, you know, social injustices or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um that's what Stephen A. Smith said. Yeah. Uh what else? Um you know they 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 talk a lot about Kyrie man. But Kyrie I just feel like he just misunderstood at times man. I really do. Mm-hmm I just feel like he's just like any other guy just trying to figure out what's
3: going on and what can I do with my what can I do? Exactly.
2: Yeah, man, I just uh I I I feel for the modern. I feel that I you know, I you know, Naj man, it's it's about a lot for me, man, when it comes to this these athletes and the positions they get in, and some of this brattiness, and just you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of us are very talented, and a lot of us are very deserving for you know, what I mean, whatever that means, um, because everybody deserves everything just for being a human being. Um, but I, I kind of resent the Stephen A. thing a bit because uh, not only that comment about retiring, but you know, some of these politics that some of these people have and some of their opinions, like, even like, and I know people might think it's a difference between somebody like Stephen A. and Whitlock, but I see a lot of similarities. What I see is a, a person wow. that is based on... Wow, wow. I've never heard that of, before. Several similarities, nah, several. Um, what, I, what I'm seeing is a certain type of black man of a certain age.
3: Mm-hmm
2: that comes with a certain level of respectability politics and respectability politics are basically says like, if you're a person put it pretty much like this, I'll just, I'll just put it like this. A lot of people say that like, you know, women who dress a certain way or talk a certain way public aren't deserving of respect. Those are respectability politics. The way you see somebody move, you disagree with. So you're going to strip them of their humanity. And if it come down to it, you would treat them inhumanely if it came down to or ignore them if they were being treated, being treated inhumanely or justify the or justify some uh, inhumane treatment of that person Mm -hmm. when you're a respectability person. So not to go that extreme with the athletes, but what I often hear from Stephen and guys like Jason is like, you're only going to value this young black man if they adhere to the goody two shoes um, I'll do my job and happy-to-be-here route type athlete. If I'll smile at my employer at all times and never challenge my employer and never step out of line and don't and I better not smoke no weed. And I, you know, this, these are conservative politics, man. All of this shit is conservative. Like, Stephen A. Smith is a conservative. Jason Whitlock is a bit of a more extreme conservative, but they're both conservative Christian black men. Like, I really hope that people notice that it's really not too many differences between these two men, right? And so when I hear people talk about Kyrie, when I hear people talk about other athletes, what I just often hear is that y'all just want these black men to move in this respectable way. And if they aren't moving in that way, if they aren't doing this thing, like if they aren't doing it. So, for instance, right, Stephen A says he should retire. Stephen A necessarily only sees Kyrie's value as a basketball player. He Mm. doesn't necessarily want him to do anything else because he's basically speaking ill on his philanthropy. Oh, if right. you in the social work? Go over. Ret- why would I? Why I want to keep playing because one, I'm still a good playing age. Mm-hmm. Uh, try and good shape, fight my injuries. I love the game, and I'm being paid a revenue in which I can support multiple people for multiple amount of years. Facts. So, so you don't give a fuck about my philanthropy. You just want me to do what you want me, me to do because it makes black people look a certain type of way to these people that we work for. Mm. And so I don't know, man, I just often see a lot within like the whole culture with sports, with wrestling, with basketball, with football, just a lot of problematic shit. To where it's like niggas just be wanting you to like fall in line for somebody or do a thing where like, I don't know, man, like n- niggas, niggas is never looking inward into like the person we always looking at like they situation and how they should be responding to it. You know what I mean?
1: Mm. Um, in, in words, not looking inward
2: Yeah, so it's uh, You know, I've been at, you know, just a couple interactions I've had on Twitter past couple days And just certain things Like Because we In situation You know, like, it's, it's just really selfish The way we look at a lot of stuff When it comes to Kyrie and all in man, you know I mean, Kyrie,
1: he was No
2: uh, matter what they do He was against mm-hmm. the bubble hmm he was against the
1: bubble. Um yeah. he felt like we should be speaking out more for these social injustices rather than playing.
3: Yeah, and,
1: pe- and people tried to clown him for that. Hmm. Um. So he, uh, he also didn't play in the bubble that year, last year. Right. Um, what you're saying is really interesting because I never saw it that way. Um,
3: and you're right these guys just want you to just want you to act how you know how they feel you're supposed to
1: act you know mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like a um, like what the roots say in that song give it here, don't say nothing <laughs> you know yeah you know you know it you know game theory this is it's, a, it's a game theory also mm-hmm. one of my one of my favorite one of my favorite albums game theory All right um
3: i just uh i hope you know
1: that Kyrie gets the uh he should get the respect he deserves you know because he he doesn't really talk about it he he's about it you know, yeah. he's, a, he's a hooper. And I, I think if it wasn't for Stephen A, not Stephen A, but for, for Stephen Jackson telling us, you know, what he did for that family, we would have never known it. You yeah. Know? Um, and he's probably done countless other things that we don't know about.
2: mm mm-hmm. That's you, know,
1: you know, so uh, I commend Kyrie for what he, you know, what he's doing and what he tries to do. Um, I know he's a little misunderstood, and I know sometimes he goes about things the wrong way or whatever. I, I won't say he goes about things the wrong way. I just think he just speaks what's true to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we should ever uh, get on somebody for being true to themselves. We should allow that person yeah. to, to to speak freely and, and share how they feel, man. Um that's pretty much that on that. So, I say that to pivot to some other stuff.
3: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: You know we gotta talk about it, man. Um, it was debunked as a rumor earlier, but um, the source had dropped this uh, this article earlier today saying that LA County, on the LA County website, the charges that uh, Megan from Megan against Tory had been dropped. And you know Twitter, I don't I am not on Twitter, so I don't see the the whatever's going on. Mm. I del- I deleted the app, but I know there was a lot of stuff going back and forth, you know. You know, uh I know Megan was saying that uh she has some things to say. Um I just man this case just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. I don't, you know, it's it's just it's just weird, man. Because nobody's gonna know anything. No one, excuse me. Nobody knows anything about what happened that night except them. So we shouldn't be trying to. Uh, you know, pol- not politic, but comment on and speculate what's been going yeah. on. I'm sure, I'm sure this young lady, you know, she said that, she, you know, she has trauma. And I don't doubt it, you know. You, you were shot. You know, even if it was a ricochet or whatever, you were shot. Somebody pulled a gun on you. So now? So shit, shit
2: like that doesn't go away easily. Sorry to interrupt you, brother. Um, but as early as 20 minutes ago, uh, the charges have not been dropped. They're very still much being, uh, uh, heard the charges, the charges have not been dropped. That's of 20 minutes ago. Megan just, uh, confirmed. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, listen, man, I, I just want to both I just want both of these black people to be all right. You know, um I've listened to Tory. I've been a Tory fan. Um I can admit that I haven't listened to as much Tory <laughs> since this whole allegations have come out. You know, I know everybody's been like you know, boycott Tory and everything like that. Um I haven't I'm like chicks say five was my shit. Like the Let's Get Blown remix that he did, it's my shit. Beauty in the Bins, uh, New Toronto too. He had dropped that like dope ass shit, you know. But I can't listen to that anymore, you know. But let me let me ask you a question about that.
3: For people like, hmm. Is that like the proper thing to do? What?
1: You know, you know, like um, so like, like this stop person, Yeah, this person has a this this person is accused of this or whatever. So you know how people are, like, oh, they're canceled. So we're not listening or whatever anymore.
2: Mm-mm. I think cancel culture is interesting. I, I think that cancel culture is not even is not real. I think that it's a word that's used to symbolize what an individual person, how they might respond to a situation, and other individual people might respond in the same way, resulting in a collective groupthink situation to not fuck with that person. But at the end of the day, like, nobody really gets canceled unless, like, some real shit, like... Because I... So that's my thing. Like, I know I stopped listening to Kodak. I stopped listening to Kodak because I'm... Uh, 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 you know, I'm an educator on uh, consent and you know, uh, you know sexual you know, assault and all of those things that we talked about before I know I personally stopped listening to Kodak Black just because of You're um, like, that some shit. Kodak Black on, I went, I went to my uncle, I went to my uh, brother-in-law crib the other day, some Kodak on I'm not going to tell you to turn it off you know what I mean, like I'm a, I, I just know I personally don't turn on Kodak Black in my home or in my earphones like that anymore. You know what I mean? That may change, but it's just something that I don't do just based upon all of the nut shit that, you know. Are you now, happy? Huh? Are you happy that he's been pardoned? I'm it's, it's it's not he's not my nigga. You know what I mean? I don't know him. So I so I best of luck to him, but I I'm not gonna celebrate that. You know what I mean? Like I would like I would like my brother to be pardoned. <laughs> yeah you know I mean, if anybody right. niggas that I know. It's funny, Desiree Perez got pardoned. thought that was really interesting, but that's another story for another time. Um oh but I rock- mean I, I mean shout out shout out to everybody that oh. did get part. Yeah you know I mean CO, right? Huh? He uh she works
1: for Rock Nation or work. Yeah, rock-
2: yeah, but you yeah, but yeah, but you also know like she testified against like a a major cartel before. Yeah. Don't you know, work with the cartel and then you know she flipped on him. Um so yeah. Um but yeah, um I think that, you know, people... I mean, listen, the crossover State is all fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of guilty motherfuckers in that thing. But, I mean, yeah, definitely... I mean, you know, if you, if you get part in the time, cut, like, all power to you. You know what I mean? I just think that a lot of people get into this rap shit and they get into this shit and, like, I don't know, they just start doing shit and perpetuating shit. That, I mean, they probably was already doing it, but sometimes, too... Like, enough is just, like, enough. And, like, with the Kodak thing, I'm like, kid, like, you just... You got to chill. And I ain't here to say that, like, some of these things aren't, like, you know, wrong place, you know, wrong time type of situations, lapse of judgment. But, I don't know, after a certain while with me, it's like, you know, I just Listen, can't. I just, think, I just think that it's up to the individual. I don't think it's a good or bad thing. I just think it's up to the individual. Because these niggas still rich. You know what I mean? Tory Lanez ain't in jail. yet. we'll see what happens to him if he, if he, if he really get canceled. Um, Yeah, but I, th- I think a lot of that shit is just... You know, a lot of times they could just say, like, if, if you, like, for me, it just seemed like if you're not sucking, if, if you're not, like, constantly on somebody's top, like, if you're not constantly praising them, then, like, people take you as, like, you canceling them. And it's like, no, I just don't want to fuck with them in that way no more. Like, they can still flourish in their own way. Like, I'm just one person. You know what I mean? These people are just people. But I think it's just up to the individual, man. You know what I mean? Like, I w- listen, you still want to listen to your Tory Lanes? Like, that's, that's, that's your music. You know what I mean? that you going to play it from your phone that you play, that you pay for. You know what I mean? And it really ain't nobody else's business. You know, like you know, so that's how I look at it. Yeah,
1: uh, like <laughs> I was man who told me that I couldn't listen to a lot of people have told me I can't listen to Tory no more.
2: You can't listen. Yeah. You can't listen to Tory. But, but but that's your choice though. You don't support you You don't that. support black women if you listen to Tory. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I don't know if it's that black and white. I don't know if it's that black and white. Black women like Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion is a black woman. I mean, hey, man, like you, hey, you can't make somebody guilty of something that they didn't do. Like, you ain't shooter. I don't think you ever shot a black woman in your life. So people like to attest different things to people who still like, and that's, a, and that's something that's a bit extra. But again, it, it, it just ain't, it really just ain't none of their business. It, it's really that simple. I know we got social media and we got these things that say like who supports what. Yeah. I don't listen to Tory lanes. I do listen to Tory lanes and then we get to assess people, but it really ain't nobody's business at the end of the day. Like It's just really not. It's really just up to that individual. The way Megan and them going to work it out is the way that they're going to work it out. Like we wasn't there. Right. You know yeah. what I mean, I just, I just used the Kodak thing to say that I made a decision. Like nobody ever told me like stop listening to Kodak. Majority of niggas probably encouraging me to. But just based on certain things and shit, I personally didn't feel right listening to that shit no, and hearing some of that shit, knowing what I do in my life for young people. And like, you know, so it's it just about a personal assessment, bro. Like people could say all they want, but, you know, I, it's probably some things that they support that they shouldn't be supporting. That's telling you that. Right. And in all due respect to all black women, you know, they probably support something that's not really that thorough neither. So, you know, everybody guilty of something. man, And, you know. I just don't try to judge too much when it comes to like those types of choices. Cause there's much more fucked up people in the world that's doing much more fucked up shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know. We'll see how they work their situation out. You know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's music.
1: The FBI has arrested two more reported Proud Boys in Capitol Hill.
2: Hmm. So,
3: yeah, they round them up. Round them up.
1: Uh, And as of two hours ago,
3: Kodak Black was officially released from prison. hmm uh, What else?
1: What else? What else can we have? Yo, is this versus really happening tonight between LaShanti and Keisha Cole?
2: I'm not sure when that's supposed to happen. I thought it was supposed to happen, Oh, but one of them got sick. Like, uh, some shit.
3: Hmm.
2: And now, yeah, I, man, it might be good for the culture if they do. Get these niggas something to do for the night. Shit. <laughs> I'm just on the timeline now, and I'm just like, man, niggas. I love my people, man. I love, I love my generation, but... Niggas, niggas is just so, like, they just don't know what to do with themselves, man. Just based on the shit they pay attention to.
1: Yo. So, Malcolm Moore (laughs) released an album, not an album, a freestyle. Trump's over.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I saw, like, a screenshot, yeah. So, um... Everybody's been going at him, and
1: somebody said that uh, we should have stormed the Capitol when Malcolm Moore won a Grammy for best rap album over Kendrick
2: Lamar. <laughs> right, <laughs> just on a You know, that's the funny part. Like the the whole thing made me think about the uh, to pimp a butterfly cover. <laughs> Even though that was in front of the White House, I, it just made me think about that.
1: I just think it's kind of amazing that how uh, Malcolm Moore was just, like MIA for like all of 2020.
2: Yeah, it ain't just popped up, yeah, like
1: especially like he's from like Seattle, right? or something like yeah. that. And like people,
2: like you people there
1: was being brutalized by cops.
2: yeah, they, they were.
1: so you weren't there, you were MIA for all of that, and you only resurfaced to take a victory lap around, you know,
2: right. you didn't even do. Yeah, like, you ain't even, like, you ain't, I ain't, I ain't see, I ain't see him do no coverage or nothing for, like, you know, shout out to the protesters and none of that. I haven't seen, it. I'm, you know, I don't, I don't think the Macklemore algorithm is in my joint. But, like, yeah, bro, he, <laughs> he definitely, like, I, I definitely didn't hear nothing from Complex and none of them other, like, you know, platforms that would be following him if he were to do some shit like that. So, I think he, I think it's probably pretty accurate, accurate for us to say he probably was MIA. My and, thing is,
1: how can you call out white liberals in action like,
2: you didn't do the exact the exact thing. Hey, man. All they do is contradict themselves. That's that's, that's that's what America is, man. It's one big contradiction.
3: I don't know, man. Malcolm Moore, I just... I don't know, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Tory people, his own people said the shit not I being... Like
1: that's, I feel like people, that's why people are, like, kind of wary... Jack Harlow because of Malcolm
2: Moore? Yeah, they don't trust... People don't trust the white rapper. Yeah.
3: Unless you Eminem.
2: Like, hey, man.
1: Unless you M.
2: What MF Doom say? I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to take over the rap game like the white dude. <laughs> Shout out, dude, man. Rest in peace. Rest
1: in peace to Doom, man. To the
2: villain. Like, but, yeah, man, like, the white dude, I, it, I think Eminem kind of entered into, we was niggas was kids, and so it kind of came out. Like, that's the thing, when M dropped, M dropped, like, he was, like, a chance to rapper, but, like, way more vulgar, not, like, only, only like, musically commercial, not, like, not, like, product commercial, because we didn't see Eminem on, on any, like, you know, Eminem commercials or nothing. I'm sure he might have been on something. I don't know. I think it was just mostly his music was just, and it was MTV. I think that was just the driving force behind his thing. And like his face was like everywhere. Just because, that's what I think it was. It was MTV. And you know, uh, you know, the you know, I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady. Like people, like white people, kids in high school, kids, like everybody had the collective thing with that. The Slim Shady shit was catchy and all of these, but then it got dark. Right. And then, you know, then we noticed that he really could rap. Like, it it was like a snowballing of like, oh, my God, like, who the fuck is this individual? Like, he's crazy, but he's silly, but he could rap. And, you know, so I think that with these guys, they seem really green. You know what I mean? Like, Macklemore seems like a cornball, like Jack Harlow's like a cornball. Eminem is his white boy was saying that he was about to, like, like, beat his mama. Huh? You think Jack Harlow's a
1: cornball?
2: I don't personally think Jack Harlow is a cornball. I'm talking about people's responses to it, just based on like niggas on the internet. You know, like you know, nigga, The average nigga that listened to Griselda, right? Think about like a think about like a, like a, like somebody that listened to Griselda. That's like, then probably did a couple months. I ain't even talking about the boy that's, that did a, that did a whole bunch of biz. The way he look at Eminem, and the way he look at Maggamore and, and Jack Harlow type time is going to be like day and night. And we and we know that like a nigga like M signed West Side Gun. And you know all of those things, but I just think that it's just a va- it's just a different. It's, it's going to be they're going to be looking at them in a vastly different way, that on that end with Jack Harlow and Macklemore on it, like they're going to be kind of looking at those guys like like they cornballs. I think that Jack is probably a cool dude. Where he's from Kentucky, like drama, fuck with him and all of that. Cool, well, he, but like you got to like, get him over to a certain audience.
1: Um, he's from Louisville, just like uh, I think around the same area as Bryson, because they
3: didn't um he likes New Balance a lot.
2: That's funny. <laughs>
1: that's why people call him a plant because like he's been doing like doing like all these uh New Balance commercials and everything or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just people that's think a he's a plant. That. I, I yeah. that Jack Harlow's a plant. I I've played Jack Harlow at at the beginning of a uh, Episode twenty four, actually. Yeah. Running. Um, that's actually one of my favorite songs. Hearing Jack Harlow on a beat with Hit Boy, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, wasn't. Listen, I don't think that he's unskilled at all. I don't I, think the kid is unskilled. I just think that,
1: head. yeah. Huh. Hit Boy's not giving a lot of people his beats if you're not hot or if you ain't dope.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's um, definitely I,
3: so it's I don't think the kid is bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess a picture of who is it?
1: Metro Boomin Studio. He has rules. No social media. Uh, something about phones and no such
3: shit. What is no such shit? Because that's kind of vague.
2: I, yeah, very. And he, I mean, sure you probably explain it to you by the time you get in there. But yeah, dog. Hey, man. That's 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 very specific. That's very specific. Now, I don't know if that has anything to do with anybody's sexuality or I, I don't know. But like, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I love Metro Boomer. Metro Boomer is one of the game-changer producers of the past, what, five years?
3: Yeah.
1: You know, so he definitely has, you know... But, come on, man. No such shit that... It's kind of... It's broad, and it can be uh, considered divisive.
2: Exactly. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I just think that... Uh... It's very specific to probably that community and like whoever running that drone and yeah, bro. So,
1: did you watch the inauguration yesterday? And were you upset that little baby was not out there performing the bigger picture?
2: No, I wasn't upset, and I and 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 yeah, I think it could have. Been, it was a long shot, right? Like when that song dropped, like it could have been one of them things, because you know what he's saying—the song "All White People Not Racist," you yeah. know, he's Um... But uh, yeah, man, I I watched it. I think that it was funny. They on the timeline they put up at uh, they put up Bill's inauguration when Bill got Bill Clinton got inaugurated, and they had LL there performing. LL was there. Yeah, he had on like the white socks fitted like a Florida A and M hoodie that was kind of like the African American college type version of it. <laughs> Weird. Oh,
1: that oh. Well, he got elected in '94, so it was that time where everybody was wearing like cross colors and like yeah, that, you know,
2: right, that joint, right. I just say you that, that that that's the video with the yeah.
1: And, and a different world had us all, you know, wearing like how weird, you know. Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. not you know. that that was weird. The fact that he was the fact that he was there was, and like just the way. But as- I don't even know what fucking song that was like. I, I I don't even know. I think it was like a rap version of like Living in America or some goofy pop shit. I don't oh. even know if it was literally. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta look this up again. It's on YouTube. Listen,
1: Ellis made some questionable songs. Uh, he made that, uh, that rap country song with that, with that one dude or whatever.
2: Yeah, he has that. A lot of people got that country collab. People get that after a while. Nelly had it. Yeah,
3: I mean, that's a that's a that's
2: a hit. Absolutely. it
1: got kind of weird after I saw that, this YouTube video of of him singing to like this eleven year old this eleven year old girl like looking deeply into her eyes.
2: Yeah, that was a bit Talking more to her
1: about school. He was like, "You like your teachers?" I'm like, "Yo, why don't we look?"
2: at Yeah, that's someone's child. Yeah.
1: But also, Nelly be getting with uh, what the Florida, the Florida county line, Florida Georgia line, whatever.
2: Georgia
1: line. Listen, man.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Nelly's having a good year, man. That busted yeah. challenges, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching.
3: He was one of the few people who uh, I didn't know Nelly um, had his masters.
2: Yeah, he definitely does he picked up on those, man.
1: I was surprised Universal hooked him up with
2: that. And he deserved it, bro. He was, listen, if y'all don't give Nelly, if you, listen, if y'all don't give Nelly his masters, you basically still telling me that slavery exists. Which it does. But you if, if you didn't give Nelly his masters, that, that's an issue for a lot of people.
1: Because
2: you Fastest Album to go Diamond? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, get it up. That's a lot of, that's a lot of it, people to pay. Takes
1: niggas Years ago, diamond. I think Nelly went like, in, like five, like in su- in some short amount of time. They were like, "Yo, this thing is diamond right
2: now." I think when diamond off a of nursery rhyme and baseball jerseys and hats. It was a, it was an amazing play. It was an amazing play into the mainstream to get into. Talking
1: about it. a drop, it is about a drop by.
2: You know, America, America, man. They think this is a game, bro. Like they think, yo. But it was just funny seeing LL, like, wave and shit, and then you see, like, the people waving, and then Chelsea Clinton and Bill and the family. It's like, they about to lock some niggas up tomorrow. Super president. In 94. You know what I mean? Like, they waving the LL. Meanwhile, niggas about to get locked up. They would have arrested him if they could. Hey, man. You know, it would just... But then, man, the, uh, yeah, the inauguration is... Uh, and they kept it short, as they should have. Um, I thought that was a good idea. Um, and most of the other shit was I in the door.
1: Brick as fuck out there.
2: Oh yeah. They had Bernie out there with his uh you know with his, with his parker on and shit. And his Literally, and his uh I mean, homemade like, mitten.
1: Bernie was just like, you know, like somebody said, like he ain't wanna go, but somebody told him it ain't gonna be a good look if you don't go. So he like I
2: Who all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. over the yeah, niggas are trying to say that Kamala's son-in-law was Kid Cudi. Because he had him with ones. It wasn't Kid Cudi. It was Kamala's son-in-law. Twitter is just amazing right now, man. Don't come back.
1: Every, uh, everybody was like, oh, I'm wearing my pearls and chucks. My chucks and pearls.
2: Yeah, man. It's just, yeah. I got to teach our folk better, man.
3: You know.
1: Uh, my homeboy uh, was talking about that yesterday or whatever mm-hmm. he was talking on Instagram or whatever he made this post on a story where he was talking about how like like yo this shit is just performative like <laughs> y'all are into this shit like he's like I'm not telling y'all to be proud that we have a, a black woman in office but like yo like stop and look for a second like
2: yeah, that's my thing, like Kamala, like Kamala Black, but you know, she, you know, what I mean, she ain't no, like, as far as like culture and all of that go, and how she talking to niggas, like, she ain't, she ain't no Cory Bush, Cory Booker, <laughs> no, Cory Bush, the uh, oh. the congresswoman from oh. uh, St. Louis, yeah, she are, right, yeah, you know I mean, Cory Booker, that boy, f- man, his comments on. uh Miles Day was interesting.
1: Listen, man. Cory Booker got like is the dude <laughs> that who got the girlfriend like, how does she get with him? Like, I still look at was like, <laughs> like Rosario Dawson just look like, yeah, that's the one. Like, right? Like for real? You thought that right. was the one? <laughs> like, how do you pull Rosario Dawson?
2: Bro, I think she got a chick. Thing. I don't know, man. I don't know what be going on. This shit is crazy. I don't know. Some of these actresses though, actors, they into the, you know, political thing, Democrats. Is it just that Rosario
1: Dawson doesn't have the career I thought she would have.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, I just felt like I would see like Rosario Dawson everywhere at one
2: point. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I saw her in Clerks too. I was like, all right. This definitely could have been somebody else. But I mean, maybe she's a fan of clerks, you know what I mean? Like,
1: I don't know. I know she does a lot of uh voice acting for yeah, she's uh, Wonder Woman on what you call it on, on the DC uh cartoons,
2: right? Right, which is that's a good look, but yeah, I thought she definitely would have had that golden or that Oscar nomination by now, at least, you know what I mean? Or you know, I, I see what you're saying, yeah, like you know. I-
1: I thought Eva Mendez Was gonna
3: do something But then Eva Mendez Got pregnant by Ron Gosling, And she was just like I'm good Man
2: look It's it's a trip
3: Yeah Eva, I thought Eva Mendez Was gonna That's why
1: I hope Like That's why I'm glad Tessa Thompson She's still out here working man I fuck with Tessa Thompson
2: yeah, Tessa a baller You know what I mean Tessa always like Going to hatch something And I think Sooner or later You know that that nomination definitely going to be there, or that big role, you know what I mean? Because
1: there have been times where I was like, "Yo, I thought Tessa Thompson was from England," and they're like, "Nah, she's from like the United States." I like that. No, not the way she sounded.
2: <laughs> it's another one that is definitely from over there, right? It's uh, I don't know, one of them black actresses. Like
1: she, do, like she, she does such a great job. Um,
2: yeah, I got her confused with that actress before, but yeah.
1: I want to see this movie on Amazon Prime or whatever. So Is with her and Nam, um, Namdi Osimah.
2: Yeah, I did hear he was in a yeah, he was in a joint. I want to see it too. It's a lo-
1: but like it's a love story.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I feel like I can't that ain't G for me to watch it by myself.
2: But I will tell Yeah, you I feel, great, I
3: feel it.
1: a great movie about black love that you could watch by yourself.
3: Yeah. To Yeah, I mean... Have you seen the photograph?
2: I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen the photograph at all.
3: Excellent movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely yeah. a movie you can watch. Like, you just be... You know, just roll
2: something. Uh, yeah. I'm photograph. Yeah. I might throw that on. Is that on anything currently? Uh... Da, 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 HBO. Okay, it's on Mac. Okay. Yeah. Okay. HBO Max man, that thing
1: that you know, they're going crazy, man. I was watching, I was switching between Batman Beyond and Batman, the animated series.
2: Oh my god, what you were doing one-on-one, one, like episode, or just going? <laughs> I figured you was. I'm like, no, he was going just like that. I'm like, nah, he was going back to back, bro. Like, <laughs> I, bro, I was going crazy. Oh my god, man. I've been I've been hitting the matrix hard.
1: I was like, yo, what the hell is going on?
2: And the matrix.
1: Man, I just logged on it and I was like, wait a minute, Batman beyond. Yeah. Batman and anime. I was like they probably got like what one or two episodes. Oh, y'all got the whole see, Okay, they yeah, got the
2: lit. Whole Damn shebang, and they ain't yo, and they brought the lobster this time. Like Joel said, bro, the whole damn the whole damn show, bro. RVD type shit. Right.
3: When I saw they had the
2: Animatrix on there, you know that you know that, that that next Matrix about the, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So I'm like, okay. Like, and I've been getting into a lot of the that's one that's one thing I bro. In between like my like, you know, my downtime, I spend so much time on YouTube watching video essays, like movie explanations, just all that little behind the scenes shit. That, you, know, that, you know, that... explanation about the matrix. The shit about I have been, you know, everything, matrix shit, everything really from like Netflix stuff, like BoJack Horseman-type explanations to, like, Cartoon Network joints, Hey Arnold explanations. I, I just love that avenue of Twitter. Like, the video essays about media, that's my favorite. Like, that, NBA, and, like, Premier League, oh, my God. And then, like, the black shit, best versions of Twitter. I mean, uh, YouTube. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, bro, HBO Max is out of pocket. They got, the, they got Dexter, all of the uh, – Dexter's lab, that is. Um just all that shit man it's it's, it's really like it's 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 too much to handle. It's really like uh, it's
1: yeah. I just saw the funniest
2: tweet though about Christopher Nolan.
1: Yeah I don't think I'm not with like I wish he would have just Snyder would have just kept it because he said they were gonna break it up like a miniseries. Now mm-hmm. he's talking about he wanna do a whole four no nigga I don't want yeah. that shit <laughs> Man, give it to us like a mini series, bro. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there for four hours.
2: Yeah, bro. Like, I don't think I would. Yeah, I. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, I'd rather be that way as well. Like,
1: what do you think about that whole situation where, uh, um, Cyborg, Ray. Um, I forgot Ray Parker. Yeah. Um he's not uh gonna be Cyborg mm-hmm. Flash movie, and he yeah. was just like an essential part of that flash movie,
2: yeah.
1: Because he got a beef between Warner Brothers
2: mm-hmm.
1: dudes or whatever.
2: Yeah. Where he I, was, it's a- yeah.
1: where he was being like racist and stuff like that towards him. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's like this, man. Like you 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 that's the thing about media. It's like if y'all have a commitment to have black people on set or to have like you know, there be certain representations of, you know, people playing these roles or filling into these roles, like it gotta be more than me just like being on a set and me like once once motherfuckers say like cut, I mean once motherfuckers say action, then like, okay, I'm in the scene. But then once once we say cut, now like you just gonna shit on me. It's like I like I fucked this whole production up, like as, as like as a laborer of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like I can sue this shit out all y'all, I, and I, not you know I physically, but it's like I just think that these people in media really have a lot of nuts. Just like motherfuckers at the Capitol, right? Just like motherfuckers on TV talking about athletes that's never even been a professional athlete. Motherfuckers just have a whole lot of nuts, where it's like you're gonna blatantly just like be racist to this kid, and like he's supposed to be a very inte- he's supposed to be like one of the most integral parts of this production. So he's just here to be like a fucking like mascot, like, and so I don't know, man. I think that he a, lot a lot of the media.
1: While he was filming Justice League?
2: Would you say While he was filming?
1: Yeah, when he was filming Justice League with Joss Whedon and everything,
2: um, yeah,
1: and one of the presidents or whatever, mm-hmm. and also another president from DC, like, and it was really like it was a lot, and, yeah. Um, uh, Gal Gadot said something.
2: Yeah, she posed me on some shit, right?
1: She said something that happened or whatever, but she was mm. like, but oh, they cut that shit. Mm. And um, Jason Momoa said he had, felt, you know, seen the same thing or whatever. He kind of confirmed it too.
2: Yeah, they being here. They, yeah, man, like DC got a lot of shit with them. Whereas but, like, it, act like, yeah. But they still didn't help. It still didn't help his case. Mm Hmm. I just think, uh, who whose case? Uh, what's the kid's name? Ray Fisher. Yeah. Um, and and it's and it's not it's not going to help your case sometimes when you're just up against these machines. You know, just these. You know, granted that DC is definitely a smaller entity than, or at least that you know Disney is entity that has Marvel. Um you know, with Warner having DC, is that correct, Warner? Say again? Is Warner owns DC? Yeah. In yeah. A way. Yeah, like with them kind of having like, you know, just having that subsidiary connection to them, it's like, I don't know, man, when you're up against these machines, is this stuff, get, sometimes like little corny, like racism that's gonna like affect your whole life. Like that's the thing, like sometimes really small amounts are like, you know, and, I mean, granted, it's not a small amount. I don't even want to put it like that. Because, like, racism is this thing that's, like, so pervasive. And it's so regular and it's so common among these people that it's basically like their practice. It's like their religion. And so, so this, like, we... Yeah. Well. This,
1: Fisher's initial claims targeted mm-hmm. Joss Whedon, Jeff Johns, and John Burke.
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: uh, recently departed his HBO Max show The Nevers, which Fisher says that was due to the fallout of the investigation. And he also indicated that Jeff Johns will be parting way with Warner Brothers. And while the former DC Entertainment president has been quiet recently, um, this is Jeff Johns. He's been credited as a writer for the movie. He's still credited on a number of projects.
3: Mm. Uh,
1: but this is going after DC Films president, Walter Hamada. Mm. He, wasn't, he wasn't the president during Disney's production, but. Fisher said he attempted to talk to him multiple times and Hamad had dismissed Fisher's concerns and tried to cover up the claims to protect Jeff Johns.
2: hmm Yeah, see, that's the thing, man. Like, they got them lawyers, they got them other people to sign off on them. And this is warning Yeah. Warner. Yeah, the big boys. So, um,
1: a couple of days ago, there was he released uh a recording mm-hmm. that appears to be with an investigator from the case affirming Fisher's actions and credibility.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now they tried to they tried to paint him um as difficult to work with and saying he had provided any evidence of his claims but you hear in this recording that you've been a gentleman and I'll say you've been a man of your words and that is what we've reported to the company which is that you've told us you give us names, you gave us names. You told us you would meet with us on a particular day at a particular time. You never tried to reschedule. You even gave us information after that. You've been a man of your word. You're someone that we've have, you're someone we have found extremely credible. And the fact that you've risked so much is part of what lends itself to your credibility, but just also the specs speaks for themselves. Now, while this recording doesn't outright reference any of his claims or the people that he named, it does confirm that he's backed up all these all his claims and followed through with the investigator, which not mm-hmm. only is married to the claims, but it also draws a direct contrast to Warner Brothers. In their, in their press release that they released on September, that they said that he was difficult to work with and saying that he had never provided any evidence in his claims.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, and that's the thing about the difficult to work with. For me, like, difficult to work with is, like, thug for corporate America, the music industry, the movie industry, et cetera. Right. You know, about how a black person is difficult to work with when they have certain concerns. And it's, like, evidence. Like, I, at this point, it's just they're, they're really just trying to, like, see how much they can bury this guy and not make his claims to be credible. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, but I mean, I'm glad he's fighting, you know. What I mean, like I said, like you can, you know. I mean, you giving up this is a mm-hmm. role of a
1: lifetime, you know, playing cyborg, you know, he could have just kept quiet and just been making all this money. But nah, this is real life shit that goes into this, man.
2: You are and a that's human the thing. being. Yeah, like you sitting there with that money, but like like all and that's the thing, like all money not good. Money. And Niggas don't be ready for certain amounts of money depending on, and I'm not saying that he's not, but that's just, you know, I just, you know, just on, on the other end, too. I just think that, like, like, nobody should have to be disrespected, bro, to, like, make a living and to, like, do their art. Like, nobody should never have to be disrespected to do their art. Like, art is how we know how we're human. That's how we know we're human. We could do art. We could produce content. Like, that's how, now how that look. Like, I'm doing this to know that I'm human, to feel something. But these people are literally trying to strip me of my humanity during that time in which I'm trying to be my most human. I'm supposed to live off of that. That's gonna make me. That's that that as a human being. That's gonna make as a black human being. That's gonna make you feel incredibly like terrible. Now, some people that'll probably take that because some people have internalized certain things to a certain degree, and some people just don't give a fuck about a certain type of shit. And certain certain people was past that point. But like, it's a certain it's a thing that certain people got, and it's called integrity, and you just can't encroach on that. And you can't deplete that for them, no matter how much money you're gonna offer them. So what it sounds like, this individual has a certain amount of integrity that they're not just, that they're not, you know, trying to give up on, and that there will be other opportunities. You know what I mean? And coming out of this, they will probably have some type of settlement or something coming out of this. You know what I mean? And probably be able to play something a bit more. I don't know. You know what I mean? As great as Cyborg is, you know what I mean? That role it's, There's more roles out here. You know what I mean? Especially when the people that's giving you this role is giving you the ass to kiss. So. It's, it's whenever things are, whenever I think that as we go forward, like we should always be speaking up for ourselves. Studios mm. can
1: kind of blacklist you, man. Hollywood ain't you know that's a whole different animal.
2: It is, it definitely is. But I do think that like as time goes on, there's a lot of things that can be done, and there's a lot of uh, wiggle room here. Like I know that when we think about like black media. It's only about a certain amount of us that get that is able to make it, or whatever the case is. But I'm just seeing different examples of people being able to like get their shit off in a way that's like good for that moment. Like, for instance, like that movie that just came out on Amazon one night in Miami. Like Regina yeah. King directed that. You know what I mean? Um, that's
1: yeah. gonna be my my uh, need to know.
2: Yeah, yeah, my bad. I, yeah, yeah. I, this situation, my <laughs> it is having to remind me of it because. Again, like black media is this thing that's, you know, scrutinized a lot by us and scrutinized some by, you know, the white people in a certain way, kind of disingenuously. Um, but I, I just don't think like you we you just shouldn't have to take that disrespect. People have taken disrespect, right? Like Sidney Poitier, like all of those guys, like they done already went through that. Harry Bell and like they done went through mad shit. Like we sh- we 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 shouldn't have to be going through that because like the numbers is bigger, you know. What I mean, it's, 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 it's more. See, that's the thing. Like, they knew they could do shit to them like that because they was all because they was the only ones. Like Hattie well, McDaniel.
1: This is my thing about Harry Belafonte. I always every time somebody brings up Harry Belafonte and like, oh, you know what he did with social justice or whatever. I were thinking about. I ain't like, need
2: saying that right now. I'm just talking about the shit he took as an actor. I ain't going there. Oh yeah. Oh
1: okay. Because you Because what I
2: mean, like, like, I I I'm I'm just talking about. Scrutinization as a black actor, I ain't saying nothing about what he did, and i and I'm yeah. you know, yeah, I, I just
1: um, how Earth the kid was just saying, like, yo, this thing is you know, performative. he want
2: to with her, yeah,
1: yeah, he said, I gotta get a white woman because you're not gonna help me,
2: <laughs> right? And Earth the kid went went to go fuck James Dean and them, so that uh, you know, and that's and why that's
1: like, well, all right, I'm just gonna fuck with these white boys, then,
2: yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, shit. I mean, and, and those two things can be true. I think Harry Belafonte has contributed to a lot, but at the same time, like, you can still be, like, a, a nigga that don't love black women. It, it is what it is, you know? But what I'm trying to say is just that case about, like, taking that bullshit. Like, you shouldn't have to do that. Like, Hattie McDaniel, like, when she came to the Oscars, like, she was nominated for Best Actress or be- Best Something. Mm-hmm. And they was like, yeah, you can't come in here, like, because this you know, it's an all-white event. And it's like, like, she's supposed to, she's, like, she's supposed to sit in the lobby and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's what she ended up doing because they was gonna lock her up, but then she had to come back in to do the speech. So I gotta look that shit up again. But again, like that is Hollywood. Hollywood do be on some shit, but like, yeah, man, you you just can't, you just keep, I'm, you just, not, I, you just not gonna disrespect me. That's all. Just let me come do my job and just don't disrespect me. Do the job that you said you was gonna pay me for. But you gotta, you gotta do this to the black person to make yourself feel like something while the production is going on. Like that's that's you know this. It's not 18 anything anymore. It's barely 19 or something. So it's like, I don't know, man. Did you see it, man? Exactly Did mm-hmm.
1: you see the American Skin movie? It's, it's supposedly like I a, um,
2: a- I didn't see that, but I'm hearing a lot of crazy shit about it, and I don't know if I want to see it.
1: I don't know if I want to see
2: it either. Because they try to present black people to... Also, you know what I mean? Another thing about these productions is you you presenting black people to the world in this way to try to make white people feel sorry for us. But look what they're still doing. And y'all humanizing the police in the movie. It's like Nate as, Parker. As, as far as I'm hearing, yeah.
1: is Nate Parker. hmm He wrote and directed it, and we all know, like, all the shit he went through from Birth of a Nation. Yeah. And all the stuff that happened in his personal life.
3: mm mm-hmm. uh,
1: To where, like, even, like, Gabriel Union, like... She like disavowed herself from the movie. Like she don't even like want to take credit for it.
2: Um. A in there. um, um
1: yeah, you know, I'm sorry. When I see a movie with Omari Hardwick in it, I'm not gonna watch it.
2: And I don't blame you. I just,
1: I just feel like this nigga <laughs> is ghost in every movie. Like. Like yo, have you ever seen a movie called Shot Caller? Nah. Okay, In so this it, hood movie. It got um, homeboy,
3: from um, what's homeboy name from Game of Thrones who was with his sister?
2: The the actor or I have no idea the um, or the character name.
1: Yeah. Well, the dude who was fucking his sister and everything, um, he's in the movie, right he's the movie he's in the movie like as a as a banker who goes to jail for like this like he was drunk and he crashed and his friend died in the car or whatever
3: right. so he goes to
1: jail, and you know he gotta join up with a gang. With the, You know, for protection, because they, you know, because the the black folks gonna eat him alive, or the other, the people of color was gonna eat him alive. But basically, he just joins this gang, and he just a rise to of ascension amongst the ranks. While he's in there, he was only supposed to be being there for three, but then he got like bumped up to ten. <laughs> like my yeah. man, just, like my man was just really doing some gangster shit in prison for a minute.
2: Yeah,
1: and Amari Hardwick is like his parole. <laughs> Something like that. Right. It, I can't really tell you the movie without saying too much, but it's on Netflix. It's definitely a good ass movie.
2: I'm mean, I, I, I might give some time. I'll I I, I'll give anything my time, just about it, as long as I ain't, you know, hear no crazy shit about it before like this American. Also, skin.
1: um, my man the punisher is in it, John Burn Burnthal's in it. Uh-huh. Uh King Batch is in it for
2: like Two minutes, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He getting his shit off these days, I say. In these little feature films,
1: yeah. Um. So, um, it's a pretty good movie, Shot Caller. Yeah, that? it's a good movie. Yo, why did J Lo mix in "Let's Get Loud" with "America the Beautiful" or something like that, or "This Land Is Your Land"?
2: Cause they, oh boy, you know they always got to. <laughs> They all got to do something that's culturally irrelevant that, like, some white person approved of and what many white people across the country, when they see it on TV, is going to think that it's cool. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just like, what is this, man? Like, with this inauguration Latino? Like, what's the, you know, I don't know, man. They just do a lot to try to incorporate certain seasonings. To make it seem like this is like a multicultural experience. So they're trying to put some Adobe in the system? Some Adobe. Yeah, all that. All that shit. Uh, what you call it? The Goya that- shit. The, uh... <laughs> right, all that shit, man. Like, it's, I They it just make you feel a little disrespected. And I mean, granted, it's a large population of white Latino people in this country who like bang with that type of thing.
1: You think J Love took with Adobe and Sazon's?
2: You Do she, I think she uses it? Yeah, you think she uses it? Probably not no more. But she Probably used to a lot of experience with it. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I know A-Rod is Dominican. But A-Rod is a certain type of Dominican. He's not like Jesus or nothing like that. I mean, he's not like Mero or like... Uh, you know, who's like another resident Dominican right now in the culture? I hate really putting it like that, but you know. But I don't know, he's not like that type of Dominican. He's not like a Dominican from like from, like, Fordham Rule. Like, not that guy. Like, he's, like, he's he rich. You know what I mean? He's Alex Rodriguez. Like, he, you know, he got that strong kind of white Latino name. <clears throat> I doubt if he uses it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that Jenny probably used to back in the day, being from the South Bronx. For what yeah. that's
1: what But she was definitely a fly girl. She was using it.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, depending on who was around her, at, 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 you know. But after
1: After maybe maybe after Anaconda, she stopped using the sazon and Adobe seasoning.
2: Yeah. Listen, man, J Lo has taken a turn. We
1: stopped, like, listen. Like, I feel like how people kind of get mad about like we shouldn't champion certain white people in our spaces. Yeah. I feel like we do the same thing with J Lo. Yeah. Hmm. J Lo has spent an entire career with Ashanti references,
2: bro. It was a funny ass tweet yesterday.
1: Didn't even take Ashanti off half of the songs,
2: bro. You know the scene in Wizard of Oz where Richard Pryor like looks over the like the like you know he's inside of the Wizard of Oz face steel thing and he like looks over the eye and the and, and I'm sorry, I said the Wizard of Oz and the Wiz. At the end, with Richard Pryor is really the Wiz, and he like inside the machine. They said that was Ashanti yesterday at the inauguration behind the Capitol when Ashanti was performing. I just thought that was the greatest meme of yesterday. That was that was amazing. That's if what I'm saying. If have I mean, seen the Wiz, you know what I mean any black people out there. That's what, that's what. I'm getting, man,
1: like, this shit is crazy,
2: man. Like <laughs> Ashanti follows her everywhere she goes, whether it's yeah, like, you not. Know.
3: I just be thinking, like, damn, Ashanti. Like, damn.
1: I, I'm really don't – this Keisha Cole on Ashanti versus, I really don't know who's going to win out of this. I want to see Keisha. Oh,
3: uh,
2: yeah. Like I, I'm about to confirm, bro. I'm about to really see, like, what's, I'm about, I'm about to go see something. Like, what's the potential 20 and 20?
3: And she just might, she, like, she you take it, but I don't uh, Does Ashanti have 20? Ashanti got,
2: Ashanti, ah, uh, it's like she got 20. She got 20. She got twenty. She got twenty if we count features. It's, it's happening. It's gonna be at eight
3: o'clock. Yeah.
2: I'm about to say I'm to say the crazy shit to niggas on the timeline. I'm about to really I'm to really get disrespectful. But I don't know. It should be good though.
1: I mean, what's the shot he gonna do when Keisha Cole plays last night.
2: Amen.
3: We got to wait and see. Like for real. Now, I just saw ten songs. No, I saw I saw no, I saw fourteen songs. Mm. But I don't I don't know. I yeah don't. man, we're gonna have to wait and see,
2: bro. I did it's one of them ones. It's gonna be another, you know. I'm sure all the talk about it gonna be amazing from all, all of the uh podcasts and stuff. Yo, did you see
1: uh the who's the salt and pepper movie? <laughs> like
2: Brody see that whole thing, No, I, <laughs> your lifetime I, they
1: just gonna they just determined to fuck everything up. I hope we never sign rights for lifetime to do a self-control movie. Yeah. Because I feel like they might get, like, a light-skinned dude to play me and a dark-skinned dude to play you.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Your lifetime is just, it's like, why do you exist? Why are you here? Like, what is this? Like, Shit is wild, man. Like, even, like, with the Aaliyah stuff, that was wild. Like, Like, come on. So,
1: um, let's talk about uh, – are you a YFN Lucci fan?
2: I used I used, to, I used to listen to Lucci a lot when he first dropped. So, I, I definitely was playing a lot of Lucci, man. A lot of my people from North Carolina was fucking with Lucci. So, I started fucking with him. But, uh, man, this shit here, man, is a lot. So, um,
1: if y'all don't know YFN Lucci is surrounding himself in – for murder gang of firearm charges.
3: Um like yo, like a a lot of shit happened in this case. <laughs> Somebody yeah.
1: got shot. I think Lucha was driving. Mm. Um I know he was denied bail in his first court hearing. Yeah. Um TMZ is reporting that Lucci is asking again to be granted a reasonable bond in order to take care of his kids and mother.
3: Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, is this is a really this is a really like this the yeah, this case is really it's 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 a nasty one. You know, it's a nasty one because of uh, you know, this is where everything happened. And I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. They, uh, so they're definitely gonna charge him with the murder.
1: Yeah, that's why they denied his bond.
2: Dirty game, bro. You can't, sh- you can't be spinning the block on niggas. You got records off slime. You can't be doing that shit. You can't be. Sh- you just can't. You just can't. You just can't do it. <laughs> and like. I don't know, man. The sooner people learn that, the better off they be. And I get it, you know, I know how that should be. But you just can't just can't give into that shit at a certain point or you're just gonna be in a predicament, you know, trying to post bail and you can't. Just cause it's sad, bro. <clears throat> Did you like the a uh, whole lot of Red album, bro? I didn't enjoy a lick of that album. I could I couldn't enjoy it. I just I heard the music just to like I couldn't like I, I couldn't find where I was supposed to like anything. It just seemed like it was just like this avant garde piece that I didn't understand. And I get a you know avant garde. There's all types of art out here and shit like that. But I just felt like it was that. But when we talking about hip hop, like art that I can hear that I'm very used to hearing and that I can hear well, because, you know, we know how to listen to hip-hop, or at least the, the sub-dramers that come out of it, uh, yeah, it just, it, just, it just didn't do anything for me. It was a no for me, dog. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like, come on, man. Like, this is, this is for publicity. You got your baby mom out here talking about you ain't come down for Christmas. This nigga's a Satan, Satanist. Why would he come down for Christmas? He, he's, he, he prays Satan, right? Why, what, why would he celebrate Christmas with his son? he don't seem to care about shit. So, like, I don't know. Stop being around these niggas. Like, they're not no better than the niggas that, you know. I don't know, man. It's just, this industry shit is wild. But the music in and of itself, man, definitely not. And Cardi hot. Like, I think Cardi is a, a talented artist. Like, I think that, you know what I mean? I just think it's too much going on. Sometimes the niggas get in their bag, and they lose something and they lose some people, so.
1: Um, all right, so let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Um, so when do you like supposed to leave people alone in the hood when you get on that level
2: what you mean okay I mean I think it's a difference between you talking about Luchi I think it's a difference between supporting your community and like being a presence in your community and you know, because everybody think about this shit like it's so black and white. Like, we think about, so that's my thing. There's a lot of shit going on in Philly right now as far as this Meek shit go. I don't know if you heard of this other artist from Philly named Poundside Pop. There's a lot yeah, going on. We talked about this. Okay. Right, we definitely did. We definitely. And I
1: think did. He, uh, he talked about how Meek offered him like a $20,000 contract or something like that.
2: Yeah, and me try to like doctor it up like, no, it really was 90 because I had the other, you know, the the, the studio package, like talking all that stupid shit. So you just sound dumb. You sound like Trump. But, um, because that, that's all niggas do. They want to like say how meek, much more money is to hit side pop with, the,
1: with the platinum plan?
2: Try to hit him with the, listen, try to hit this nigga with the wooden plan. <laughs> 20,000. So I just think that just don't just don't do spins with niggas. I think that's very easy. I think that's a very easy thing. I think you can still fuck with these niggas, but you gotta you gotta have boundaries. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta draw boundaries with niggas like bro, like I'm not fucking up my bag for y'all. Y'all y'all wanna fuck up with y'all bag for me. What y'all? But niggas expect you to fuck up their bag for them when they ain't the ones that got it. And I ain't saying that people in his situation, I'm speaking more general. I ain't this I don't know this I don't know the Lucy thing and all of that in total. But that be the thing. It's like niggas with the bag be feeling so indebted to niggas. Or, you know what I mean? Be, or, or, or I don't know, there's something about that old life or something. And, it, and, it, and it's 9 times out of 10. It's not even an old life. It's just a life that's still current and, like, you probably just not. But, again, like, once you get into a certain type of tax bracket, you don't want to exit that tax bracket. Or you, or, or you don't want, or you don't want that, that tax bracket to collapse because now you're in legal trouble. And, and I mean, it might it might stay the same depending on what happens or depending on, you know, but you're in legal trouble now. You got to pay for lawyers. Your family still need to eat. Is you going to be still having the same amount of revenue coming in? You know what I mean? So it, it's just a lot to go into. So I think that niggas just got to gotta stop looking at shit it's so black and white. They got to just start. It, 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 it got to be some nuance to shit. It got to be some real nuance to shit because I just, I don't know. I just think that is, you know, you could go, you could go back home, you could do certain things, like just, just don't, just, just don't do that nut shit. You know what I mean? Like, and granted, it might be principled to why you're about to go spit on these niggas, but the the one with the record deal shouldn't be the one in the car, shouldn't be the one driving the car.
1: So this is felony murder in Atlanta, and they said this happened on December tenth. Uh,
3: right.
1: It was a. It was a. A call that made a person fired on the block. Uh, one dude mm-hmm. was up on the street with a gunshot wound to the head. Uh, another shooting happened moments later with another victim who had gunshot wounds, but he survived. But they said that they think the death of Adams and the shooting of Wright could be connected. They said along with Lucci, police were also arrested 23-year-old Rayvon Boyd and 17-year-old Leroy Pitts. Lucci was charged with felony murder, aggravated assault, participating in a criminal street gang activity, and possession of a firearm during a felony.
2: It's not a good rap, man. That's a, that's, that's a bad case. This is a really bad case,
3: man. Bad job Yeah. Because, when they like, did the sure not fail,
1: um, the prosecutor said that his role specifically in the conduct that gave rise to the aggravated assault and then subsequently the felony murder, which would include him allowing the occupants of his vehicle, him being the driver of the subject vehicle, to actually get out of the vehicle, fire multiple rounds, and then drive off with those occupants.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, shit ain't supposed to go down like that, man.
2: It's a bad situation. Like, it's just like, (laughs) because when I first was hearing about it, I'm like, okay, now who murdered who? Because I was just confused. But then when I was just hearing everything add up, I'm like, oh, I I see why he was a person that was wanted, you know? And and if the law could put that on you, they could put that on you, you know? If they can, they will. I just think that it's a difference. You know, I hear a lot of stories all the time. I was told to get in this car. I was asked, can I get in the car? I was like, all the time when I be hearing is like, all right, like, that was a point for you to say I'm cool. But, see, you know, it's like that part in Boys in the Hood, you know what I mean? He told him to hop out. A lot of times niggas don't want to do that hop out shit because they think it's going to make them look like something in front of the people they around. But yeah, you need out, though. Yeah, but, you the, but in that situation, you're the niggas with the biggest bag. So why are you even like, why, 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 why are you even a part of these things tonight? And I don't know why, Glugey supposed to be some type of blood or some shit, man. Like, these niggas better recognize who their real enemies is, bro. Because they're catching the dumb, they're catching the worst of cases. These are the worst cases I've ever heard of in my life. You know what I mean? Like, at least if you, at least if you was organized and you going at some shit. Yeah, you know I mean, at least you'd be going to jail for something principal. And that's the thing about, like, fad cases for, like, you know, this revolution shit or whatever the case is. And when it comes to this reactionary gangbanging shit, like, you're going to jail for nothing. You know what I mean? you going to jail for niggas that don't really care about you or whatever the case is. But it's niggas I know who are not guilty at all, the things that they charge with. But, like, they got, they got a whole neighborhood of people riding with them because they ain't right. never shooting nobody. They ain't never, like, you know, they've only been standing up for their community. And so, you know, as soon as niggas understand that, man, the better. Yeah, I mean, niggas gonna go to jail for a gorilla pound, uh, what is is You're the gorilla money. The Stone Nation and all of this shit, man.
1: If you're the money, why are you driving? Why are you getting out of the car and busting off shots? You're the I,
3: money.
2: Bro, that's the whole thing here, like... That's the whole thing here, bro. You catching, you catching the case, like, you still, like... You know what I mean? It's just, it's just not necessary, man, but...
1: Let me ask you this, man. Um, mm-hmm. Let's uh, go ahead and pivot. Um, so, have you heard about Tatiana Coppage?, No. Okay, so, in Kansas City, a woman named Tatiana Coppage allegedly tracked down her brother's killer and murdered him. An act of revenge that landed...
2: Oh, oh, oh yes. I just didn't know her name. Familiar with the story. Sorry, bro.
1: It landed her a second-degree murder charge Apparently, she even texted her late brother's cell phone, sharing the news that she'd avenged his death.
2: Yeah, heard about upon that. Upon
1: being arrested, she claimed that the shooting was an act of self-defense, and for now, she remains in the holding in Jackson County Jail on a 200k bond. So, 42 Dudge, from you know, right. full PF, full pockets full. Right. Uh, took it upon right. himself to put her um, her mugshot and everything, and uh, I guess the news story on his Instagram and said, yo, I got 20000 if they can get her out on 10%. Tell her people to get with me. And he later confirmed that her people had indeed reached out. And also, the baby came through and said, I match you with Dub.
3: Hmm.
2: Hey, man. Sometimes it takes that. You know what I mean? Like, this sounds like a case in which, you know, some shit really need to be answered for um and we have that in this world, unfortunately. Sometimes people feel like we have to avenge our folks' situations and avenge they, you know. Do the thing, man, to make sure that they, they that they that they don't die in vain. And right. uh yeah, man, it's you know, forty two duh. You know, I you know, I know they got some experiences. And I don't know how you know, we we know some, certain vibes, but hey I man, mean, more power to that sister. Baby killed, killed the nigga at a Walmart, shot a nigga at a Walmart, Walmart, right? With his daughter and all that, like, right? You know what I mean? Like, and Pop probably had to, based upon you know, certain then, things. That like,
1: some niggas tried to rob him in his house and he killed them. Yeah, that yeah. is that is the self defense king, yeah.
2: And that's what it takes. Sometimes you gotta do that. You gotta somebody come into your home. I'm like, what? I ain't nobody gonna defend this but me. Like, I, I you know, gotta defend this shit. This is where I might lay my head at. But yeah, these these the, the law, the law get all of this shit when it comes to self-defense, when it comes to white people. And even sometimes going to like do something back to somebody, retaliatory shit. The law understands when it's them, so I definitely, and and that's the thing, and it ultimately takes money to kind of, like, get you out of them situations in a certain way, get you out of that bond, so I definitely respect Doug uh, and DB for, you know, saying about that, because a lot of people ain't got people to stand up for them in these situations. We see these people these days as getting pardoned. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, last couple of days people getting pardoned. You know, been a part of some real fucked up shit. Steve Bannon, Roger Stone, you know these these are criminals for the world. You know, and they getting pardoned. Um, it's like damn, we can't get we can't get such these couple little bands so she can, like you know move on with her life from my brother and shit from these you know nasty niggas that did this shit to her brother. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of nuance, man. And, you know, every situation is case by case. So we should definitely shout out to them guys for, for stepping up financially. Definitely. What do you think about Jay
1: um, starting a fund for minority-owned cannabis businesses?
2: I think it's interesting. I think we just need to start the politics now. Like, I get niggas starting the businesses, but where's the advocacy programs to bring these brothers and sisters home? Mm. I get niggas. I get, I get it. You know what I mean? It's, it's free enterprise. It's a market. Okay, what's going to be done with some of these funds? That's going to be made? Are we getting people new lawyers? Are we, re- are, we, are we reopening some of these weed cases? What are we doing? It so is. A, yeah. The Social Equity Ventures Fund. The
1: new fund will mm-hmm. work towards promoting black-owned cannabis ventures to combat the efforts of America's war on drugs.
2: Yeah, so some of that, that's probably in there. So I'm, I'm just waiting to hear more. That's all. So it's probably being talked about. You know, I just wanna wait to see when the shit is publicized. So well, I ain't saying the work ain't being done, but uh you know, I'm I'm judge Judy on that gift when she's uh you know, when she when she's like tapping her wrist, like waiting for the clock. You know what I mean? Like that's just how I feel. And Jay, you know, he
3: has his own uh monogram, his weed. You think Jay Z
2: smokes weed? I mean, yeah, we've got. I think we we'll probably do right now, and then probably still do right now. Just yeah, so you roll a nice little tight J 2 <laughs>
1: Exactly. Yeah, uh, Jay doesn't smoke
2: blunts. He smokes joints. Yeah, because he. I mean, recently he was talking. Kind of, he was talking about some weed talk on the Kendrick remix, right? On uh, "Don't Kill My Vibe." Yeah, he said some shit about a joint, smoking his joint, smoking his, some, some shit. He was, I gotta listen to that shit again, but he he said some shit about weed in that verse. It was kind of funny, because I hear weed I hear Jay talk about weed in a minute.
3: Yeah. A lot
1: of people are, well, Boosie is upset that C-Murder did not get pardoned by Trump. Mm-hmm. Joe Exotic is, is not upset, is very upset. Oh, Joe he, Exotic
2: didn't get that? No, he didn't get that. Damn, I thought he would have got that. You said he was too gay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did Trump said that? Or like No, that's what Joe Exotic said. Oh, he literally said that? That's true. I thought that was like a fake tweet. That's a real Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's real. He's still booked? Is he still in jail? Well, of course he is. But like what's what is this? This is my question. Is he in here for like how long is he in here for?
3: Uh, twenty-two years. Yeah, Nigga said I'm too gay. Oh, no, no, but <laughs>
2: oh boy,
1: them boys had the limo out there for fourteen hours.
2: Like yeah, I nine. did teach something about a limo. I'm like, so I, th- I thought it was going down. I thought it was happening.
1: He even, you know, he even
2: reached out to Kim Kim Kardashian
3: yeah
2: get me out these motherfuckers gonna come home sorry nigga I'm just trying to come home yeah man just shouldn't
1: try to kill that woman
2: yeah, bro, he was, he was talking a lot of shit, that's what I was saying, like, I, listen, I'm like, bro, you threatening the sh- on this podcast, I'm like, you threatening the shit out of this woman, meanwhile, you know what I mean, like, the bull coming here, you he all in your face, you don't say shit to him. Yo,
1: so, um, we was talking about the thing with Lucci, right? Now, why mm. has been going through it lately? You know, everybody's been making fun of his uh his jackets, his clothing.
3: But uh um, yeah.
1: this is interesting. He said uh he said this on Instagram. I'm talking to all my bosses out there that feel like they're bosses. I'm just talking, I'm talking to just y'all. If yeah. you got niggas around you that you thought will shoot for you, kill for you, go to jail for you, then you're selfish. Boston should put the mm. people positions to elevate not take the fall to progress to succeed with you not to be a liability to them in your organization you're being selfish a lot of y'all have niggas around you that be liabilities and that's not cool how you going to explain that to their mother how you going to explain to their lawyer when they lawyer when they need lawyer fees that's why you need to be licensed and you need to put them in a position on a real job and not just be running around with you
3: mm. hey man
2: That truth, he gotta speak that truth, man, well there you know what I mean they're...
1: I mean he's been going through a lot, man, uh tripping yeah. his his Rolls Royce and stuff
3: for, mm. kids. yeah,
1: you know, people was trying to you know clown him, Yachty was trying to clown him and everything, and he was just like, no, I just wanna move smarter,
3: yeah.
2: You know what I mean, like, hey man, it's, it's perspectives, you know, and everybody just don't have that, you know what I mean, like, y'all niggas still want to, you know, parade around and do all of this shit, like, that's cool, but certain other niggas have priorities, man, like, all these niggas, everybody not built the same, no matter how much white people want us to be, you know, but,
3: <clears throat> so I, I get it, for sure.
1: Oh man, Freddie gives a Metro boom. We might do something together.
3: Might, might do an album together? Yeah. That might be crazy. Yeah, that could be interesting. Berniata? <laughs>
1: yeah, they don't put Bernie everywhere. Now they don't put him on the Pinata album.
2: Yeah. These niggas are doing nerds.
1: <laughs> Yo, um, I, they didn't mean to get me. I fought the good fight a long time, but damn it, man, power, bro, got me. What happened? Power, man, they got me. Power. Yeah, they got me.
3: The the the, the show power.
2: Yeah,
1: man, the second
2: oh, yeah. I tried to fight that shit. Hmm. I could That's one thing you won't be able to watch with him and his power. That's it. I don't know I'm talking about the about the sun now. The sun hit. You oh hit. yeah, the, oh, the books. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I tried so hard not to watch that show, but they got me.
2: All right. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. It is it, it's, it's good for what it's worth.
1: They definitely redeemed them.
2: Yeah. I said uh, to my boy Will.
1: I said, "Yo, yeah. they." Try, I said, "All Power Book Two is is trying to make." is trying to make Tariq look like Michael Corleone when he really when, when he's really Fredo.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I forgot how
1: much the fucking Michael Corleone that nigga is really in that nigga. <laughs> like,
2: yeah.
3: But,
1: like this nigga is out here. Right. But I also like the fact how they use like literature to explain um some of the episodes,
2: yeah, me too.
1: Like how they use uh, Frankenstein and uh, and, uh, a whole bunch of stuff, and right.
2: the invisible man, exactly. Now, I was just happy because they did that because it's like, it, like it's around the concept of a book, anyway.
3: Yeah,
2: so like, yeah, man, this shit, I'm not killing it, mm-hmm.
1: like, Mary's really killing it for me
2: right now. Yeah, like, Mary's balling. Yeah. Like she is, what's her name in the genre? Uh I know she Lorenzo. I just keep, keep forgetting her first name. I know her last name is Tejada. It's Monet. Monet, that's what it is. Right, 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 right. Monet Tejada. Tejada, Tejada. It's Tejada and it's Tejada. I had a Tejada in my class. And they, Yo, they, they still speak Dominican Republic. But, but. He got
1: some fine girls that going through stuff with him, man. Like, we got the smart girl who remind everybody of Angie. You got the hood girl who he used to sell drugs with. And now you got the other girl.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, man.
1: And he out here smashing.
3: Right.
1: Good for Tariq, man.
3: Yeah.
1: I didn't think Method... I never thought I could watch something I'd be like, man, fuck Method, man. But this show's really made me like, yo,
2: man, fuck Method, man, yo. Right. It's funny that it's it's funny that way, man. Like with his particular character, yeah. Got, like, cause he a lawyer, and so it's like, <laughs> it's 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 just different. It's just different, man. Like, yeah. But
1: well, I'm interested to see where they go with uh, season two. It was dope to see Tommy come back.
2: It was. It definitely was.
1: It's always good to see Tommy come back, man. Like, I used to think that, like, he just acts like Tommy every day. But, like, apparently, like, he doesn't. They say, like, he's really, like, a really sweet guy. He's a nice guy and everything. Yeah. I just thought the nigga who played Tommy just act like Tommy all the time. Just, like, he just he be talking like Tommy.
2: Yeah.
1: And everything. He dressed like Tommy, all that shit. Right. He's also in this uh this scary movie I've seen with uh, T.I.,
2: Terrence J mm-hmm. and King Bench. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll see how that should go. I don't even know if that should be good. Hopefully, but.
1: Listen, man. It might,
2: it might be one of them, you know, you can give your time to, but.
1: Yeah. Listen. <clears> T.I. <throat> and Megan Good died in the first 10 minutes of Monster Hunter.
2: Mm hmm.
3: First 10 minutes. Right. I don't
1: know why they felt like they had to put T.I. and Megan Good. Because I was like, damn, one of them gonna live. Right. No. Oh.
3: Shit, crazy. We'll see.
1: Yo, um, what else I'm fucking with right now? I'm still fucking with Chicago PD right now, man. That's my shit.
2: Yeah, I know. Everybody fucking with that.
1: I finally caught
2: But everybody fucking with it. It
1: ain't bad, man. It ain't bad.
2: Yeah, I know it's a good show. I just... Yeah. I just get on my thing with cop shows.
1: I that's the thing. I don't know why I like cop shows so much.
2: I don't know. I can't explain it. People like these shows because of the drama. Cause it's really dramatic, and you know a lot of a lot of subject matters don't get that much drama, except for like hospital shows and cop shows.
0: Really? No,
1: nah, but this show like really like fast paced and shit. Like it has mm-hmm. its drama, but like it's fast paced. Like the way they cut and they, uh, my man, the black
2: dude. Who that's used drama, to though. That's that's all drama. Action is drama. Oh. You know what I mean, my because man, uh, who used to.
1: My man who used to be on ER, the black dude, not Mekhi Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. You remember when Mekhi Pfeiffer was on ER, yo? I do.
2: Oh, My mom was watching that shit. I
1: thought that was so weird. I was like, how the fuck did Makai Pfeiffer make ER? Like, he went from clockers to soul food to ER?
2: Yeah, I mean, hey man, you know. Auditions, you get them jobs. You know what I mean?
1: It happened. No man, shout out to the Bicotte yo, because like that's that just shows his range, yo. He could be Mitch, and he could be like some well-spoken
2: doctor on ER. Um, and that's the thing about, and that's the thing about black actors. We don't need to sell black actors short anymore. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that like we doing that right now, but like that really never gets said about like white actors. I'm just noticing like the way it's the way the mainstream talks about them, and then we adopt that. So, right. like, Nobody. Ever, so nobody never said like you know. uh, what you call it, Got so much range. I don't even know. Like I, I, I never heard them say this about a white person ever. Like I never heard that Will Ferrell. I didn't even heard that Jim Carrey had that much range. It just was like, you know, he was this funny guy. But like I just always hear that with black actors. It's like you know, nobody. They, there's something, they, something about like, like uh.
1: Because uh, you know that that stretch that he was doing comedies. Yeah. And he was
2: just like on his serious shit. Yeah, and like you said, like, earlier, like, the Hollywood thing is funny, so, like, yeah, you know.
3: Like, we talking about the bull.
1: Crazy ass. That's got to be crazy to be in that
3: whole situation with Hollywood. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a...
2: Black people always want to have that relationship. You know what I mean? It's just how we represent ourselves when we're there. Under 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 this, you know, particular system of
3: making movies. Yeah,
1: Jeezy um GZ has surpassed over seven billion streams.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did hear that.
1: So how much money is that?
2: It's enough. I don't know that much. He trying real estate battles and shit. Sure. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that was that was crazy. Apparently whole wasn't too happy about that. Oh Hope wasn't happy with that? About the verses bad and how it turned out and shit. Like apparently like Jeezy got like a a text message from Jay Z like yo, like what the fuck are y'all doing? He <laughs> probably you heard the Beyonce line. Uh what's the Gucci verse? What's the Gucci does? Uh I don't know. Well that's if I was Jay Z, that's when I would have sent it. <laughs> all these old ass dish tracks.
1: No, I'm saying that
2: G-Z, Jay probably turned
1: in when they saw all of them like like going at each other, and then he turned away and they came back. Like let me see what else happened. And now they're performing so icy together. That's probably when he sent it. What the fuck y'all got going on here, bro?
2: No, that's that's probably when he sent it. When he's making up, I guess, what would appear to be a make up. I did this for the culture. So let him know.
1: Do you think Patrick Mahomes should play on Sunday? What's the update? I didn't. I didn't get the. I didn't get the update on his injury. They said he played, but he's still under the protocol.
2: Okay. Well, if he feels up to it, whatever, I think he will play because he's that type of kid. Like, he, he wants that smoke. But I think, I, I, think, I think he probably will. I think he will.
3: I'm all about protecting myself, but I think he will play. So, comedian
1: Lunel. When on Vlad TV and said that uh Dr. Drake gets a pass for his um women beating allegations for his allegations of domestic violence because he makes good music.
2: Yeah. I did hear something about that. She was on Vlad talking about Drake. Um I guess from her. I don't think Lonell speaks for all black women.
1: She said one would she said one would say does Dre get a pass for being such a notorious woman as he makes good music. One would say that some people aren't gonna be paying praying for Dr. Dre. A lot of women, but you can get a pass, it seems, if you're popular. He a notorious woman beater. I love Dr. Dre's music. Don't get it fucked up and I don't wanna see any of our icons die, but I don't.
2: Oh, because he was in the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, I don't
1: mm-hmm. and some of the charges his wife was making was even that he had been violent with her. His track record. Now we all know that Michelle A said that uh was abusive.
3: And mm-hmm. we about
1: the D Barnes attack in
3: 1991. Exactly out of pocket. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. I just think that yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, you know, Dre, you know, he had an aneurysm a couple of days ago. So of course, we want him to
3: to be well.
2: Yeah, but that's 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 usually like the first conversation these days when somebody dies or is in a hospital or like, you know, should we be, you know, because of their given track record. And, you know, I don't think that for Vlad, uh, Vlad sensationalizes a lot of stuff. And that's really like the only uh platform that I've seen that kind of rhetoric coming from. Because um, if you notice, you know, like, a, like hours after, I'm not sure, I gotta check on that, don't quote me on that, but it was definitely after the situation that the, uh, Capitol building here, so yeah. If anybody was a part of that storm, and Capitol thing, uh, please, you know, hit him up because he got an interview for him. And so, like, I just, they- was just like, you
3: know this. This just
2: no. Vlad sensationalizes everything, so it's like, all right, Dre was in the hospital. Let's get the one black woman that's on Vlad to come talk about the Dr. Dre woman beating thing, because you know he wants them you know. Um. And you know, it, it's just going to create that conversation. People won't be in the comments. And you know, you know how funny the internet can be, man. But you know, has he had, is he still in the hospital right now? No, I believe he's out. Okay. Oh,
1: and I found the sign that we were talking about with Metro Boomin. It's
2: no social media,
1: no trash beats, and no such shit.
3: Mm-hmm. It's even written in Braille.
2: Alright, I get it. I mean, you know, but I've definitely seen a lot of studio rules, but I've never seen no such shit on anybody's studio rules. So that's, that, that's, that's definitely a first. Uh, well, it reminds, it
3: reminds me of the TDE rules. Those are actually my favorite set. Those are your favorite studio rules? No, so TDE rules: no Twitter, Instagram in the studio. is always the
1: class, part of the creative juices. Don't touch, ask, or reach for Q's weed unless he thinks you cool enough to pass it to you. We only smoke sternals around here, boy. Shut up and look
3: ugly for the homies, and remember these rules: you might get a meal out of the food budget.
2: Again, that was my favorite set, bro. Because it, it, but yeah, dog. Like you gotta have a set of rules for the stew. It's only right. But just make sure that, like, you know. I mean, I'm sure the people that do cross that threshold, like, shit. Like, if anyone don't understand anything, they will tell them. Like, they won't let them people know. Like, this means this, and you know. But yeah, dog.
3: How come Bobby Schmurder
2: wasn't pardoned? Hmm. Interesting, man. I, hey, man. When you look at, you know, who who the names that came across the desk, I guess you know it's all about that part. Like, it's crazy. And it's about like I guess like whose people representation are like depending on like if your representation is somebody that. People in the president circles is familiar with, or whatever it is, it's a lot of politics in that man, a whole lot. All right, I'm gonna
1: do some quick hits before we get out of here. So, Delonte West, we talked about Delonte West a couple episodes ago. Um, he is out of rehab and he has a job at a, re- a
3: rehabilitation center. Um, yeah.
1: Good for yeah. That's because we got the same person, you and Delonte West, yeah. Yeah, so, um, Cuban hooked him up with a job at the rebound center in Florida, and uh, this he looks healthy,
3: yeah,
1: and uh, he's even been back on the court during treatment, and uh, Cuban said, as is. Cuban is said to have helped Wes reconnect with his mother and other loved ones. Really
3: happy. Really happy West. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you want Tiana Taylor to be Little Kim into
2: Little Kim pick? Uh... I would like to see it if that's what they're gonna catch. That's
3: what little Kim wants. Hello? I think we just hold up. Yo love.
2: I, 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 think, I think it's an interesting casting because, like, you know, Tiana's already famous and stuff like that, but I just she does with it at first, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to see, like, how they do. And, I mean, like, granted, it's a lot of people that often have, you know, reservations when certain people get casted for things. Like, if it's, like, uh, who is that that got casted as Nina Simone? I can't, I can't think Right. If it was you know, that's, like, completely outlandish. Uh, you know, when people first heard that and then they saw what ended up happening with the actual role and people were like, okay, well, like, this is just definitely out of pocket. But I, I think I would like this see it. I, I think I would like to see what she does with it. Okay.
1: Um, Trump is doing a garden of heroes to include Christopher Columbus, Kobe Bryant, and Harriet Tubman.
2: Interesting. I think, uh... Where is this going to be at? This is going to be at in where's where are they going to do this at?
3: Um,
1: I'm looking, I'm looking to see where is that.
3: they haven't said?
2: Garner Heroes. I like guess your presidential library when they build it, like what, like what? I like you huh?
1: Is 244 Americans, but they're gonna have Kobe Bryant, Martin Luther King, Whitney Houston, Frederick Douglass, Walt Disney, Elvis Presley, Alex Trebek, Alfred Hitchcock, John F. Kennedy, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Harriet Tubman, Babe Ruth, Norman Rockwell, Betsy Ross, Steve Jobs, Aretha Franklin, Nat King Cole, Christopher Columbus, Muhammad Ali, Billy Graham, and Sitting Bull. Mm-hmm. Who's last one?
3: Sitting bull, gotcha. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, Alfred Hitchcock, and I thought that was he was born in the United Kingdom, but I guess it's open to all people and not just Americans. No, they said
1: Americans. Um, hmm?
2: I don't know, they must have forgot that he, yeah, Alfred Hitchcock. I mean, he might have had American citizenship at one point, but he was definitely born overseas. Um yeah, that, yeah, because he he definitely I think he definitely had a house in Bel Air, so I think he definitely had American citizenship. Um, it's like that guy Peter Jennings. He used to be on ABC. Like he's Canadian, but he got American citizenship, so he's had a dual thing going on. But he, he I he, he passed away a little while ago. But um, I think that's a I think it's an interesting thing to do. I guess that I mean I would like to hear more about it. I'm, I might look it up for myself to see like you know who reported and like where that thing is going to be at, but. A guard, and yeah, I just wonder like, what is, like, what is it going to be? Like, is it going to be like their images, and is it going to be statues of them? Is it, yes. is it? It's an interesting thing to do. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Sean Paul believes that Jay Z was jealous after the
3: baby boy collab with Beyonce. Hmm. Yeah. Who was? Sean Paul said that
2: Jay Z was jealous. Oh, they. Oh, okay. He probably was. He probably was. He probably was. I mean, you know, they, they. a lot of people have given interviews about whole being jealous of certain things, and you know, jealous of this, jealous of that. So, some probably came to his wife, you know, or you know, I, I, forget exactly what year they got married, but you know, his partner or whatever, <clears throat> might be something to it. Might be, but real about the thing. You just talked about Trump. It was a, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm finally seeing it's one of his final executive orders. And it's going to, so yeah, I'm, it's, it's definitely making more sense. I just didn't hear anything about the particular story. I definitely was hearing about the commutation. Yeah, this an interesting move, I guess, you know, something to give back. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't know if it was solely his idea either. Because um, that's why you have a team around you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, good, good, good for the people that's going to be in that, you know, just some recognition, I guess. But okay,
1: last on the list Hope,
2: Hope is definitely a jealous dude
1: oh, Definitely They're the, the Triple H and seventy Man of the hip hop industry Exactly,
2: exactly. Um, And last
1: We talked about this on A couple episodes ago But we gotta come back to it Bad Baby Has called us What, asses. what, what has he done? Uh bad baby. She's venting. She vented about her frustration with the ongoing criticism that she receives about blackfishing.
2: Oh, ba- I think she's a bad bunny. My bad. Um <laughs> gotcha. She's complaining about the blackfishing complaint she she receives? Yes. She said, Y'all love to cancel people
1: for the shame shit. Y'all you y'all literally do. The only difference is the whole world ain't looking for somebody to talk bad about talk bad about y'all for y'all to nitpick at celebrities. But if someone did that shit to y'all, it would be pissed? Imagine getting told you want to be another race for being in the sun and having naturally curly hair or for doing a live while getting your makeup done and people screenshot you
2: with your contour not blended yet or because lighting of a photo shoot made you
1: appear darker.
2: This is where I am. And this is where I am with this whole culture. And I think on this podcast, you know, I've laid it out before. There's a set of trends in this society. We've so talked about cool. before
1: with, with, with Baby. We've talked about black fishing with Bad Baby and we talked about yeah. cold
2: With uh, if short, worried about people like get get all don't don't get on live while your makeup is being done, I think that's a really easy equation and it's a very easy conclusion to come to. Um, and I think that you probably can't find a way out of that because you probably pose a picture afterwards and people want to say things. Look, you the world came to know who this person was through an episode of Dr. Phil in which they were disrespectful to their family or their parents, one and they were talking in a certain diction and in a certain accent that really kind of sounded like. Uh, 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 um, you know, uh, you know, not, 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 not America's America while right. appearing as, you know, someone who could be put, who could be potentially taken as a child of America, uh, depending on how, uh, sweet this person is coming off or how nice this person is coming off, they could be America's sweetheart, right? As you usually kind of say about certain people throughout the years that get put on in, you know, media and, you know, we don't know who they are next day we do. Um, when you're using certain colloquialisms and all of that, and people know that's who like that's this is how we know who you are, cool. That's one thing. Then not only that, but then you want to become a hip hop artist. You want to become a rapper. Yeah. Right? You know, I don't know where what's I think I believe the young woman's name is Danielle Brigoli. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Brigoli is a name of Italian. Yeah. Uh, surname ship and yeah I'm so and that's my thing we had white rappers we were just talking about Eminem earlier right and the whole MF Doom line and all of that but when you look at some of these photos that some of these individuals are posting they definitely look like you're trying to adhere to some type of trend that you think is current but what you don't realize is that like the trend is not what black women are doing that that's 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 culture what the trend is is Instagram the trend is the the social media networks that people get on to get this attention and then they want the attention to be of a certain type and then when it's of when it's not of that type they then want to complain mm. you could just not do your you could just not do your makeup on instagram how would you feel if you were to get on instagram and people were telling you, you were trying to be another race wow you know what i would do not do my not do my makeup on instagram when my contour is still being blended And a person like me has never had contour blended on their face a day in their life. I've heard some things about it, kind of know what it's like, don't have no experience with it. But for a person that's doing it for these purposes, to be on live because you think that you are this much of a priority in people's lives. And people are saying, oh, you're attempting to blackfish right now, which you you pretty much are because you're trying to rap. And you have a team of people around you that are telling you to do these things. And the young woman has a black woman that writes her rhymes. So when we have this machine that's pumping out these equations, when we have this calculator that's making this young woman important, people are going to see that in the equation and they're going to judge you as such. The Internet is not heaven. You know what I mean? I don't know if you saw a soul yet, but it's not the hall of everything. It's not this fun place. It seems like it is. It's more like the record route version of the Internet, right? Or, the, or, or or how we interact. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's not this happy place. And like for the most famous people that want us to kiss their ass so badly and so hardly. And so, you know, ever so lovingly, like, like people just don't have time for that. When people literally like are being put out of their house. So they're going to try to find something with you, a person in the world that thinks they're important, right? Because that's the thing about celebrity shit. Like, we go so hard for celebrities, but celebrities don't know how much the world hates them because they have so much access. Mm. So people have a really love, this really interesting love-hate relationship with celebrities. It's really, it's really fun. It's very fucking fun to watch for me. Because I, because, you know, I, I don't come from shit and still ain't right. got shit, but at the end of the day, it's like dog. Like knowing once you know how this shit work, and once you know how the system picks people to be famous and shit like that, like you're gonna have some, you know. But I, I don't have I don't have that much contempt for the for the child. I just think the child is very obtuse. As you don't have a lot of these people don't have, you know, they don't have uh, healthy communities around them. They don't have really, uh, 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 uh you know, just well supporters. And so when that's the case, and you in this world of just like unreality, as like this like quote unquote famous person that checks in on the internet every day, yeah, you know I mean, and you use the internet as your personal diary, and literally the whole universe can see this if they wanted to. The rest of it, at least the whole world can. It's it's yeah, it's some weird shit going on. So she, I don't know, man. She she got to relax, and she is Black Vision. That's what she's doing. But my thing is, just in that comment, it's just like I don't know. They just don't hear it themselves think like. I'm trying to do my Instagram. I'm trying. Like she said, it like it's tying her shoes or like it's brushing. Like she just got to do her makeup on live. You do not. You putting a camera in your face. Like, did these people never see the Truman Show? Like right. Jesus. Christ. Like God damn it. So I, I don't know, man. It's just I don't know, man. Sorry. Right. No, no,
1: no, no. That's what we going to be Let's do what I need to know and let's get up out of here. My yep. need to know. My need to know for this episode is something that Lorenzo um, aforementioned earlier. Uh, One Night in Miami, directed by Regina King, excellent, 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 excellent movie, excellent movie. I, I don't even want to tell y'all about it. I don't want to give you. Just watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. Watch it. Great movie. Great acting, man. My dude, um, my dude who plays Joe Lewis, not Joe Lewis, excuse me, um, mm. Jim Brown. Uh, yeah, oh my god. Yo, man, he he did that. The guy who played Malcolm X, he did mm-hmm. that. All these, you listen, all these actors, these gentlemen, did their fucking thing.
2: Yeah, they did their thing. Definitely like, very theatrical, like a play.
1: I It is a play, I heard. My mom told me that it it, it is a play.
3: Gotcha. Okay, yeah.
1: And yeah. Uh, Regina King she really did her thing on that, man. She really, like, I love the way, like, her, her, like, whoever is in charge of photography or whatever, like, yo, they set her up with some excellent shots.
2: They did. They definitely. She has,
1: she has a great eye. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,
2: it was,
1: it was a good movie. It was a great movie. I tell y'all gotta watch it, man. Y'all gotta watch it. One Night in Miami. Just yeah. an
2: excellent movie. Mm-hmm. All All right, Lazo. Yes, yeah, me man. So my 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 need to know for this week, and the control center is Lupin on Netflix now. If you're not familiar, oh yes. The story is an adaptation based on the adventures of Arsene Lupin. You may know him as Lupin the Third, the one of the greatest anime productions of all time. This. This particular production has been adapted on Netflix. It's a live action, and it's based on The Avengers of Lupin, but it features uh, a new uh, thief that basically is in the same tradition and as Lupin. His Asani Diop, and he's just fucking shit up. And yeah, it just go just, you know, Omar Sy, who takes the lead. As uh, Mr. Diop in this movie does an excellent job. Uh, it's heist shit, it's thief shit. It's you know it's, it's 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 hitting the ruling class where it hurts. First, first episode, check, definitely me. check out Loop on the third as well. Dope anime.
1: First episode had me like, what the fuck is this? Like some crazy Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve type shit. Like,
2: yeah, like,
1: Figuring out how he did it, he just yeah. did some other shit.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, that's that's about it for us. Thank y'all for listening to episode 25. We appreciate y'all so much, man. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll be back here next week for episode 26. Uh, yo, hey. man, like we always do it this time, like we always tell you this time, hey, man, he... Whoa, hold on. <laughs> I'm tripping. I, this really shows that we, have, we haven't done this in a minute. And you know what? I'm not even going to mess it up Um, messing
2: up gonna get better for next next episode, man. I thought you, I thought we about to switch the floor. I was, (laughs) nah, nah, nah.
1: Okay, nah. Um, but yo, man, we just like to tell y'all, thank y'all so much for rocking with us, man. My name's my name is Dodge. This is my homie Lorenzo, man. We are live in the control center. Thank you for rocking out with us, man, and uh. Good night, good luck, inshallah, farewell, one yourself, all that good stuff, man. And uh we'll see y'all soon, man. So just chill. Till
3: the next